Pardon my voice. But I need new pots. Before. I told myself I was going to repot everything else in my house that didn't have pots, but I just keep getting new plants. Oh, shit. Well, man, we here, man. Episode 61, a part of my bullshit podcast, man. We have a full house. You know, first and foremost, I want to say to the listeners, we didn't abandon y'all. You know, sometimes niggas just need a couple weeks off to get their minds right, get their bodies rejuvenated. You know, Bria over here doing life coaching, um, Dathan over here. You know, saving the accountant world. So, you know, we just needed a, a, a week off. So, <laughs> we back. Really, niggas was just tired. We didn't feel like recording. <laughs> and I was sick. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were sick. You well, was I sick. wasn't sick, but, you know, I was just going through some... Um, the seasonal Physical shit. difficulties. I'm, I'm, I'm really fucking with your glasses today. Thank you. I, yeah. That's all I wanted to say. I felt very cool today in these glasses. No, nah, I did. So I saw your IG post. I was like, who the fuck? Talking to your mic, bro. Yeah, I'm talking to my... Sh- you know he got to turn on. You know he got to turn on his after nine mean? o'clock it's, voice. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm on it, right? Is it working? Go ahead. Keep yo, talking. Yo, there we go. There yo. we go. There we go. I can hear you now. Thank you. Appreciate right. that. Uh-huh. We good yeah, now? Because it's the one that be. That's the funny one. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, right, man. We, 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 we back. Yeah. How y'all been, man? Oh yeah, we got a guest in the house today. Well, not really a guest. He's a friend of the show. You know, one of my <laughs> one of my friends I consider my little sister. Man. I know her for a very very long time. We got Miss Jasmine in the building from Just Call a Brunch Podcast. She's here to join us. But like we always do, I'm part of my bullshit, man. How y'all been, man? What's going on? How y'all week been? My week was great. Um, I had my brother's birthday on Sunday. You know, uh, same day as Mother's Day. So went out with my mom, my brother, and my sister, who was a first time. Celebrate her first Mother's Day. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. I can't. I, it's better now. Um, my sister who celebrated her. Did you have to mush him down? <laughs> it sounded better the last. Okay, your mouth was so muffled on that joint. I had to. Move okay, it. there right, we go. Then. You sound great. I now. sound great now. Yes. Okay, all right. I mean, you sound all right. It ain't nothing to brag about. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. I was spending time with my mom, uh, my sister, and my brothers. My sister's very first Mother's Day. Oh, so, that's right. Shout out to her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So that's that was right. like yeah, yeah. that was like really special. And her, my niece, her, her, her daughter. She's like very quiet, which is like the best type of baby to have around because you can take her anywhere. Mm-hmm. So you know, we had her in a restaurant. She was just chilling, and it was cool because you know, just the image. You know, my mom was was holding my niece. While you know we're celebrating Mother's Day, and you got you know three generations of women there. So, That's dope. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. How old she now? About eight months, nine months. Uh, yeah, yeah, or nine months. Yep. That's what's up. Yeah. How's precious? What y'all? What y'all do? What y'all go? Uh, we went to this spot called Timbuktu, um, out near where I stay. Mm-hmm. And um, how was it? It was actually it was actually pretty good. Um, the the reviews on Open Table and everything are pretty good, but mm-hmm. it's like. It, it, it's a, a local establishment like uh, a lot of locals well, mom and pop type yeah joint. yeah a lot of locals go there and yo their crab cakes yeah that's their what seafood I on point uh the service was a little slow but i, I chalked that up to it's mother's, mother's day, day yeah. yeah is it a uh, black owned or is it like a? am not sure if it's black owned. Owned. i gotta do my research but i will go back in there for like happy hour and stuff because they did have a nice little menu and that their crab cakes is on point so oh, that's what's up. yeah shout out to them for real for shout real. out that's to your mom man shout out to your sister too absolutely and Anise. shout out to your mama you know shout I, out to your sister i started off with four. I, should count, I should count them today <laughs> we should do like a um like a little like Ge- a geechee shout out count- uh, yeah, exactly. Right. That would be funny. Bro, what's yeah. up, man? How you been? I'm I'm better than I was. 
I was, I feel like my allergies is the worst they ever been. So I've been, man, I feel like every two weeks I'm telling y'all about sinus issues. But yeah, that's my struggle. But Mother's Day was cool. I ain't no mother. But I have, <laughs> I have been getting a lot of, um, on Mother's Day, mad people was like, oh, happy Mother's Day to you. You're a plant mom. Uh, I was funny. like, y'all corny. Niggas is weird. Yes. That's how <laughs> I felt weird. too. But I was like, cool, whatever. Thanks. I keep them alive, I guess. Right. <laughs> I, I guess. But I mean, you raise whole human beings. So if you want to put me up there with your level, then hey. Why not? Right. I'll take it. I guess. That's what's up. Yeah, no. I um, You know, my boyfriend's family is from Philly. So, um, my grandmother is, lives in the area, but my mom is in like Houston and stuff. So I, um, bought my grandmother a plane ticket cause Corey and I had went up to, uh, Philly on Friday. Um, so I bought my grandmother a plane to a train ticket to come up, um, Sunday. So she caught the train up. Um, and then we hung out with his family and his aunt house had like this big ass crab feast. So his uncle made like crab legs, scallops, mussels, shrimp, potato, like everything. When I think about Philly, I don't really think about seafood. And this is like the second time that I know yeah. you went up there and y'all were They about love seafood. seafood. They I love seafood. And I, well, I don't know if it, actually I'm finding out that Philly, Philadelphians do love crab, but obviously not as much as Baltimoreans, but Philly people do love a good crab leg mm, and they okay. love going to um get crabs. But his aunt and uncle in particular, like they love seafood. So the old heads was like not impressed. Like his grandmother and my grandmother, they had like the big seafood boil bowl or whatever. And mm. they was like, yeah. So like they took yeah, that, they, they took it back. Well, they don't really fuck with seafood. You know, you get up there in old age and you start getting leery about what you can eat or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they took like their plates back and just made them some fried fish and potatoes and broccoli and they was like overly happy. So we're gonna do what we do with yeah. that. Well that was cool. Jazz was good, man. How was your mother's day? It was good. It was good. Um I'm also not a mother, to be clear. Let's set the record straight. No, um, I went to, so I took my mom to LA for Mother's Day and it was really dope. It was her first time on the West Coast. And so she loved doing the whole, like, we're going to reenact uh, Pretty Woman thing. So we went, to, <laughs> we went down Rodeo Drive and all that. So uh, it was a lot of fun. We ended up, we actually saw Lloyd, which was funny. That's super random. It was so <laughs> That's random. Hella random, yeah. So random. We were um and getting on the elevator, and he got in the elevator with us to go get our car from valet. So just so you don't think that we're bougie, the valet was free <laughs> for the first two hours. <laughs> I mean, sure we were back by those was, two hours. I was, I was definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like valet in L. A. God, nah, that job was free the first two hours. Okay, so okay. we were back, and then um. Yeah, he got on the elevator with us, and my mom was like, it's that singer guy. And so I, like, turned to look and see who she's talking about is Lloyd. And we were just having, like, a regular conversation. My mom, like, stuck the whole time, like, <laughs> looking at me like, oh, my God. Right, right. But, no, nah, it was a lot of fun. Did you start um, singing to him? Nah, nah. I act like I didn't know who I, who he was. I would have I would have yeah. saw him get on the elevator and I'd have looked at him and I'd have put my hand up like stop. Yeah. He'd have been like, yo, get your fucking bitch. 
<laughs> and y'all know, especially if I was high, you, you know I would have <laughs> did that shit. I'd have been like, stop, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I feel like if I like run to, especially <laughs> random niggas like Lloyd or like Bobby. Somebody Lee. like that, I would definitely look at that nigga like on some joking shit. Like, right. he the homie. <laughs> That's why I'm saying I would have hit that nigga with a stop. Like, my, you know, so what you about to do? What you about to get into, my nigga? Like, I wouldn't be no type of way around. I would be like, where you going? Yeah, right, where you right. going after? I would definitely would not be like, can I get a picture or nothing? I'd right. be like, nah. Where the hell are you going? I would ask him. I would ask him what his real lyrics. Nah, were. you would ask him a selfie, nigga. Nah, <laughs> you like the selfie. Jaden probably really would have been um, like, is it fine too? Yeah, or fine or fi- that, exactly. That's, that's that, actually that's that, 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 exactly yeah, what that, I, that yeah. I got you here. <laughs> Yo, is right. it fine too or five two? That's legit. Let's clear the yeah. air. Let's clear. That's the legit. Let's. I fuck that. Nah, I was just like, oh, some places you like here, blah blah. But I didn't even. I never acknowledged that he was Lloyd. Yeah. Right. 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 I don't think I ever would either. Like, if I ran into, like, celebrities, I, well, I know for a fact I wouldn't because I, that just happened when I was in Miami. Mm-hmm. So. Did you run into Boosie? Was he in Miami? What? Boosie was in Miami for, like, three weeks. Yo, Boosie has been, and he been on a block. Just yeah. up and down the block. <laughs> oh, no. Literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Um, right. When I was there, what, two weeks ago, the one, so I told you we were deep. We were deep in Miami. Once we, like, went out in public and shit. But one of the people that was with us is y'all watch Empire? I, I know of it. I know okay. Of it, yeah. The girl Soraya, the singer. Oh yeah, was, she's singing in real life, right? Yeah. She was with us the whole time. Man. Okay. She smashed the homie. Yeah, oh. I would have <clears throat> shot my shot too. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, well, well he finally had success. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, how was yours? My mother's day. It was yeah. good, man. We um I took my mom and my dad and my sister, we went to the Smith um, downtown. And so when I got there, I made reservations for like four. Got there, sitting and waiting. I'm like, all right, well, let me just go ahead and take the seat. So they bring the menu out. And of course, I didn't realize, like everywhere in D.C. is the brunch menu all the way up to like five. Oh. So I sat. You and, had to, you could only order from that menu? Yeah, and oh. the menu was super small mm-hmm. for uh, for during that time period. And they be like, no substitutions, Son, no. I, I, and I was asking, I was like, well, it's about to be 4.30. Like, what can we? And they yeah. was like, no, you, that menu, we were literally running until five. So when um, my parents, they was on the way. So I was like, look, man, just find parking and just post up. I'll just wait here. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, you had to wait until yeah. after five. So I sat at the table. I went to the, um, the hostess. I was like, look. I'm not about to order nothing. You can stop sending the waiters over the the servers over here. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna wait. So wait until five and then can we ordered our food and they let you sit at your table? Yeah, let me sit at my oh. table. I sat at my table, so I popped my headphones in. I was just on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> nigga, on Mother's Day. On Mother's Day, because I want my mom to have to wait. So I was no, like, no, I get that, but like, were they crowded? It, it was busy. It wasn't super super crowded. Nah, oh. it was. It, but like, wasn't nobody hurting for seats? No, 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 not at all. Um, but now nah, they let me sit. And um, so I called him. I was like, look, y'all just post stuff. Y'all want to walk around for a little bit. You know, I'll, I'll thug it out and I'll wait or whatever. So I came to the conclusion. So, you know, they got there. We had a great, great uh, dinner. But I come to the conclusion. I told my mom this earlier this week that I'm not taking my dad nowhere to eat no more. Why? What happened? Bro, my dad is so set in his, like, West Indian ways, dog. This nigga does not like to eat nobody food. Like, he always <laughs> find a way to complain about food no matter where we go. And I'm, I'm pretty much tired of that shit. So I text, I text in the family group chat, <laughs> like, starting from next your birthday, next Mother's Day, I'll, me and mine will go out. I'll take you to all, like, the nice places that I like to go to that I frequent. But them niggas are staying home because I'm tired of like, I'm tired of going somewhere and this nigga like, yo, y'all don't got mashed potatoes. Y'all don't got rice and peas. Like my bruh, 
<laughs> why, why the fuck do you think that these niggas got that? You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's not on the menu, they don't have it. And you don't got enough clout where they're going to customize <laughs> and make... You know what I'm saying? They're not going to make it for you. So, with that being said, uh, we did have a good time. I ended up getting my mom... So, you know, as a kid, your parents always give you, like, actual... For me, they always give me, like, actual items for gifts, right? Like, because we, we never really went on, like, too many crazy, crazy vacations. So, I told myself that as I start to mature, I really want to get my parents more so experiences than gifts. So I was just thinking about some mm. shit that like I know my mom's never done. I was like, oh, she never been to DC Improv before. So I bought her tickets to see Gary Owen for um nice. for Mother's Day. So oh, she's gonna go with that. He's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I saw him at uh at the Harp at um MGM. So she's familiar with him. And she was like, Oh, you went to a show? I was like, yeah, I've been to a show, he's hilarious, you're gonna have a good time. So I got her two tickets. She was like, Was well, this for your dad? I was like, It's for whoever you wanna go with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you go with you wanna go with your homegirls or him? It's, it's it's cool. So she said she'll make the decision when the time oh, gets closer okay. who she wanna go with. But um all in all, it was cool, man. I had a good time. It was definitely good seeing my mind. She about to graduate her graduation is um next month as well. Uh I'm sorry, uh first weekend in August. So she was very, very excited about that. She finished up her last class this past week, the week of Mother's Day. Um, and she finishes up her internship. Um, I think at the end of the square. Got it. I swatted it. I don't know if I got it. Um, she finishes up her internship. So yeah, my mom, she about to have a master's degree, man. She she makes me so proud. I was telling her that when I got I got my I got my MBA sitting on my kitchen countertop, it's still rolled up in the tube. And she was like, "You haven't brought it to the house to frame it." I was like, "Nah, I just be forgetting about it. It's just a piece of paper to me." So yeah. I'm a um, I'm gonna make it. And my, the frames be expensive as shit. Well, she liked that shit. She liked the you know her you know coming from a family where nobody goes to Turns college. Like to you know off, what I'm yeah. saying? First generation, like and you know out of like the degrees in, on my family, like all the, the my cousins, I I'm pretty sure I got the most. Like not too many of us went to college. Mm. Um, so I know I, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one out of my, my cousins that got a master's degree. So she's super proud of that. So she wants to frame it. So I told her I'll, I'll bring it through and I'll frame it one day. So yeah, yeah, I made the mistake of getting my degree um framed. And that shit, I was so pressed that I paid Michael's like two hundred dollars for them to do it. Yeah. I know. I would definitely in the way. And now that like it's situated in my house and I, but I'm not the only one that has a degree in my house, like Corey has a degree. And his is still in the paper. And so I'm like, I want to frame his, mm-hmm. but I like I would rather do that shit myself, but I want it to look as good as mine. Like I don't want mine to look like it's fucking the cream of the crop and then his little shit is like like because you know you it's not like that. Yeah. Shit, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to throw two hundred dollars at it, but especially because my nigga, you graduated like Mad a long ass right, time right, ago. Right. <laughs> no, nah, I mean it's a it's a dope idea, man. It's, you know, especially being black, you know, we didn't have access to certain things. So it's dope to you know, put it up on the wall, and it, even though it is a piece of paper, it's a nice accolade. It's an you know accomplishment. It's an accomplishment. Yeah. We spent a lot of time, so I told her I definitely. I feel like if her. I feel like if you if you frame that shit, that shit should appreciate with time, like art, like art. Because think about it, we pay so much money for the shit, and then if I frame it, which is also another investment. Clearly, I just said I paid like two hundred dollars to frame mine. I feel like the fact that I graduated ten years ago, you know what I mean? Like it should come with. I think it's been longer than ten years. Well, I guess I guess it when appreciates. The fuck did I, it, it, I guess it appreciates it, it probably, a different way. It probably does, though. I mean, it depends. I, I, it doesn't. You, well, I not, cannot sell anybody my fucking well, degree for a hundred thousand. I got a, I got like in fifth grade. I got a presidential award with like George Bush's signature on it. So I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, that. Time, but you know what I mean, nigga, the dean of my college, nobody is gonna give a fuck about that embezzling, <laughs> embezzling I, 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 ass unless, signature. Unless, unless he do some major shit, right, yeah, nigga. Right, he yeah. did. He embezzled all of the fucking money. Oh, well, then, and yeah. I don't think that I'm getting any money. You off went his to signature. Howard. 
Right. <laughs> no, I went to Shaw, another HBCU that, you know, you know, all that shit is pretty Niggas much. Especially when it's private, you do whatever the fuck you want to do. But boy, that's what's up, man. So what we here to talk about today, man? I feel like it's a lot, but a little bit that happened. I feel like it's a little bit, but it's a lot because it's so, it has it's, so much context to it. Yeah, it's layers to this shit. Plus, I've been waiting for this because I, I know y'all got a lot to say. I just, I'm going to let y'all ride the conversation and I hop in when I hop in. You know what I mean? Oh, you're not on your Marseille Martin today? No, 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 not that. His Marday Martin. Not, uh, <laughs> young producer extraordinaire. Quiet on the set. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, all right, listen, man. You know, we, we haven't been able to talk about it over the last week, but we're here. We want to, to give our opinions and our thoughts on this whole Aisha Curry situation. So, the world already knows she came out on the Red Table on Facebook. On Facebook. Who's host, it's hosted by Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Yes. And is her daughter is, is Jaden Jay- Willow. Willow? Yeah, Willow. I'm sorry, Willow and the mom. <laughs> <Jayden>. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My it's bad. Willow and the mom. So all three generations. What, what is the mom's name? I can't remember. Here, let me. My friend yeah, Google. Uh, I don't know, but she. It's aged. like Karen or some shit like it's something basic like that. Okay. Right. I remember the first time I saw her. Remember that meme that was going around? It was like her standing next to Jada, and it was like in the, on the beach, and they both had like abs and shit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, black women age. I, that's the only time I've ever seen her. Yeah, she um, lit. Except for watching this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this joint. Well, but she, they, yeah, she be on the red table talk. Okay. Okay. Cool. So basically, Aisha Curry was on there with, um, with you know, I, Steph's mom. I, I'm, her name is slipping me. Um, Steph's so, sister, Sonia Curry. Sonia Curry was up there. The it's sister a, was up the there. Mom. The sister, Sydney was up there. Sydney Curry. Mm-hmm. Um, funny story. Sydney Curry is actually married to a guy I went to high school with. Oh yeah, the other basketball player. Yeah. Oh, you talking about Damian, uh, Damian Lee? Lee? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. And then who else was up there? Austin Rivers' sister was up there. Um, I forget what her name. She went to yeah. Georgetown. Oh, all yeah. them was on there. Yeah, it was a. Yeah. Uh, but that's she, why it's, but it's even funnier. She's engaged to Seth Curry, right? Like the the Curry family and the Rivers family right. is like multiple like they, they, relationships. It's very yeah. intertwined. Mm. It's very that's interesting. A little weird. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's, that, it's that light skin love, right? Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. And Jada, uh, her that's her mom's name is Jada. It's also Jada. That's what I say. Jada. No, her name not Jada. It's something else. Oh no! I don't believe it. Let me see. Adrian. Adrian. Ah, That's Adrian. her name. Adrian. Okay, okay. Yeah. Adrian Pickett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, I should you know there were the the whole conversation was really rooted in what it's like to date or to be married to you know an NBA star or a celebrity or somebody yeah. that has so much like you know accolades and and, and clout behind their name. What do they call them? First ladies of the NBA. First ladies of the NBA. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Hmm. So in the context of the conversation. You know, Aisha was talking about groupies and how she handles groupies and how, you know, Steph is such a friendly guy. So often it looks like he might be doing something where he's innocently just being that nigga a nice could guy. never look like he doing anything. That, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> right, right. Him or like um why uh, only thing in my mind I keep saying dangerous or R- Russell Wilson. Like oh, yeah. those two <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> that's all that it's nothing dangerous about that nigga, but it's like to think about Steph Curry cheating, or to think about Russell Wilson cheating. It's like that yeah. nigga was probably giving her five dollars, and it just look. You know what I right, mean? Because right, it's right. like they have such that good guy image just so embedded yeah. in them. But go ahead. And they always been like that. Apparently, like there was a a woman that I met. She actually works for Deloitte Digital, mm. and she never um, heard of him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean Deloitte is prominent in DC, so, oh, okay. so I thought y'all would heard of him, but. Oh, yeah. Um, you, you are in the tech world, so yeah. I am in tech. 
<laughs> but anyway, so and there's a woman that I met um, from Deloitte, and she said that she went to college with Steph, mm. and that Steph like always had been like, oh, I'm super into God, yeah, and I'm yeah, super yeah, into basketball, and very into my books, and like that's it. Yeah, no, I believe that. I believe that too, because that's how they met. I think they met like in church. They, camp, they right? met in like I think Bible study. Bible study, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is I could see that. You know what I'm saying? Me too. I definitely Boring. see that. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> Fact, no, but facts though. <laughs> no, let, let's, but facts. But no, but, go but, ahead because it's but really finish telling the okay. um the background to yeah, the situation because I feel like this is absolutely <laughs> one of the, the reasons why she feels okay, the way so, she does. Okay, so now yeah. let's, yeah. let's 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 come back to this. All right, All right. so just it's, to, it's to, just to get through the story, it's madly as my nigga. Yeah. Just to get through it. Like I said, she talked about groupies, how she handles groupies, and you know how Steph is always just a super nice guy. Then it led to the conversation of um, essentially insecurities. And Aisha uh, had mentioned that, you know, Steph always gets women thrown at him. And oftentimes, like I said, because he's a nice guy, you know, he's, he'll entertain it, but not like because he wants to cheat, just because he's nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he doesn't really often pick up on like flirting or women trying to get Oh, in. like he naive? Yeah, he's just naive. That's exactly what she said. <laughs> I can he's see just that naive. too. Me too. You know what I mean? And uh, so basically, Aisha was saying that, you know, watching that, sometimes she feels as though, well, if he gets all this attention from, you know, other women, like, how come I never get attention from other guys? You know what I mean? Like, do other men find me attractive? Do other men find me sexy outside of my husband? You know, how do other men feel about me? And, you know, she said that essentially she wouldn't mind a little bit of attention from other men. Like, why doesn't she receive it? And of course, people take you know, a fifteen uh, a fifteen minute piece of what she said, and it blew all the way up. So she, you more, know, obviously, more like you know, a minute piece. Yeah, Twitter was buzzing. Everybody was buzzing. Niggas was going to her saying, "Well, you know, why is Aisha looking for you know a validation from men outside of a relationship? She's a married woman. She shouldn't be speaking like this." So I wanted to talk to y'all about it and see where y'all coming from because we've all talked about it throughout the week, but now that we're here on the podcast, let's let's get it off. I've talked about it with so many different people and I've watched, you know, I've watched TV like that. So I made the, I I was intentional in watching this. I must've watched about three or four times. Well, now, first of all, it's not on TV. Well, <coughs> Facebook, TV, right. it's the same thing. All, all, all the same. <laughs> Nowadays. Everything getting streamed. It's content, right? right? Everything, In my day. Everything, Streamable content. Yeah, everybody, okay. everything getting streamed. So my, my, I guess to, to start with your question, right? When she said what she said, my immediate reaction was like, damn, you're married. Right. Why do you feel the need to say this? You know, I had no issues with what she was, I, you know, speak your truth, do what you do. But me as a person, you know, I, I told everybody else this. If I'm in a relationship or, you know, any type of whatever friendship or whatever, my primary goal, especially I think if I have kids, is to make sure that at all times I'm not potentially setting them up for any type of harm failure or any negative energy that could come that way that's the only issue or one of the only issues i took for this i was like damn like she said this on on you know on the, in this platform on this platform the red table talk for everybody to hear this now and you 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 see the backlash right everybody going at her on, on twitter now that's people are going to be stupid people are going to do what they do that's not fair to her but she's done this before in terms of being out in the spotlight saying something, getting backlash from people on Twitter, uh, you know, before when she talked about like the NBA, NBA being rigged, um, when she came out and was speaking about like uh, her botched boob job, like other things like that. And I'm like, damn, here we are again, where you know how 
people are going to deal with it. You 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 understand how it's going to affect your family. You have kids. You you have a, a a young child. You have children, right? Now you got you. What if a little kid sees this on Facebook? That that you you may potentially get bullied. That you know they may have to deal with that in school. Now your husband is really going to get tried up by why women. You thought they didn't try. Now they're really going to try you. And also at the same time, it sounded like to me because of what she said and how she was saying it. Because she was like, "Damn, you know, my husband is getting all this attention for who he is, and you know, I'm doing my thing, and you know, I had, I think I own like four. She she said four restaurants that she runs and different things like that. Why?" Aren't I getting the attention for, you know, me being successful, me being that person? And I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, I know you get attention because besides her being Aisha Carey, niggas shoot at anything. That That's a fact. Like niggas give attention to anything. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Aisha. And then everybody at the table when she said that, if you remember, they were like, no, you get attention. Your radar is just turned off. Right. You don't you're just not privy to it you don't you're not paying attention to it then i'm sitting there and I, I keep thinking about it and as i think about it more and more it's the question of well is she not getting attention or is she not getting attention from the person or the people she wants attention from and that's the, that's what you asked me let's let's put a pause right there yeah. that's a question that we can answer i want to hear from the ladies all right so i i had a lot of mixed emotions about this right because at first i was like at first i was like well damn that's kind of fucked up that she did. She put it out there, and now niggas is looking at Steph like, "Well, I mean, my nigga, what are you not doing right?" But then I was like, "We always put people down for expressing an opinion, and I think that's fucked up. And I think that I think that subjectively speaking, we well, not we, but everybody reacted the way they did because of the mess because of the messenger. Because I feel like Aisha Curry has this. She has the Angela Simmons syndrome. I feel like everybody <laughs> in you, their mother hates Angela Simmons for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, yeah, but sure. whenever like, like Which, let's wait, hold on. What you mean? I so like, if you ever, if you ever pay attention yeah, to the yeah. to the shit, damn. The if trailer. you ever pay attention, yo. Your mic just went flaccid and shit. <laughs> that shit was like, no, 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 that shit was like, <laughs> But if you ever pay attention to like the shade room comments when they post like Angela Simmons, no mm-hmm. matter if she looked good and shit, yo, when her baby father got killed, like no matter what they put about Angela Simmons, everybody is gonna have something negative to say about her. Yeah. Same thing with a um with Bernice Burgos. This lady didn't do anything to nobody. No yeah. matter what you put in no matter what exactly. in what context you post Bernice yeah. Burgos, like some everybody is calling her grandma that like it's mad grandmas <laughs> in the industry. You know what I mean? It's mad grandmas mm-hmm. in the industry. So like she Aisha just has that curse. And a lot of the times it's because she does mad dumb shit. And she is, she's likable because like she does a lot of good things and we get tired of people doing mad good things and we need something, we need something negative about you. So like, we're yeah. just going to make it happen. Yeah. Right. That's, that's true. Yeah. So it's like, You're right. but then, so it's go, like, sorry. um, so she said, like you said, when she started, when she, when she came out of nowhere and said something about the NBA being rigged, when she came out and did the boob job thing and now it's this, it's because it's literally a meme, nobody, nothing. Aisha Curry, 
the world is flat. Right. Okay. Bitch, if you don't get your fucking, <laughs> and then it's just Sorry. straight, like, one, you know what I mean? Quick, one more thing, too. She Remember when she tweeted about the women wearing, oh, uh, yeah. not wearing enough clothes? She says, she says things yeah. that, like, is attention grabbing, but, like, we don't, it's not worthy it's like, of yeah. us really sitting sitting down and thinking about if what she's saying is valid or not. It's just more so because of the messenger. We like, it's like when she pop up, it's like, bitch, if you don't, because we looking at you like you do have this, you know, nice air quotations. You have this lit ass family. You got your husband. You got your kids. You got, you seem like you come from a good background. You doing shit. You're, you got cookbooks. You got mm. restaurants. You have everything going for yourself. Why why fuck it up by saying, you know, certain things? And then out of all the things that she said, this time around, it was actually like valid. It was good. It was real shit what she was saying. She has every right to feel that way. Every right. As women and as men, we're always questioning ourselves. I would assume because I'm not a parent, I can only make an assumption. But I mean, she's been married since she's been in a relationship since high school with the same guy with the same guy she has three kids she's lit in her own in her own right and she's probably not being hollered at because she is corny to us like she like to pop culture she is not someone that you know is lit or that we would look up to in an in like an urban way of like this is somebody that i want to be and then it's like everybody has mad respect for Steph Curry. He don't do nothing. So it's like, I mean, why are you stirring the pot? That's how people looking at it. But it's like we all have our own right to our own opinion. And then when you put somebody in an intimate setting, I'm, I mean, of course, it was mad cameras around. But just like now being at this podcast, we have mics in front of us. We have headphones in, in our ear and we're staring, we're staring at all this technical equipment but when we really get into a conversation and you sit around a, com- a, a bunch of people and you feel comfortable ab- about them you really express yourself in a really vulnerable moment and you get down to how you really feel because that's what the conversation is about yeah. not thinking about what it's going to be like when other people get wind of this because you're only speaking from your true self and then that's when i think about why why it's so hard for us or why we pull back from communicating or from being honest because we're so afraid of how people are going to perceive us or we're so afraid of the backlash when we're always just speaking in our own truth. She's not telling you a fact from the fucking dictionary. She's telling you an opinion of how she felt and she's valid for, for feeling that way. And we all say like, well, damn, she shouldn't have said it like that or she shouldn't have put her husband about that. But it's it had nothing, absolutely nothing to do with Steph. Steph was just an example because that's her partner. That's who she sees every day. She sees the women that throw the, that throws themselves at him so she can easily put that she can easily compare her partner to how she feels and the type of attention that he gets because she sees it firsthand, right? right? So it's like it's like she's valid for, for feeling that way. Right. Women and men alike feel that way. Right. It's times when you go out with your niggas and you like, oh, I'm gonna put on this, and um, you feel some type of way if you see a girl looking at you and you like, you feel good. Right. You're like, I know, I still got yeah. it. Like being in a relationship. You, your partner can tell you every day how handsome you are, how much they love your haircut, how beautiful you are. But like, I'm staring at you every day. I'm locked in. You are what I see. So like, it's 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 subconsciously like, I just automatically feel it. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you're supposed to feel that way. So it's not as, it's valid for sure, but it's like, it's coming from out of place of love. 
But sometimes you do want to hear, damn, you look good from right. a nigga that don't know don't, you from shit. Exactly. And, and I think that's, and not even cut you off. No, and and I think that's where I was at with it too. I think just reading a lot of the feedback, I was just looking, I'm like, bro, y'all always talk about y'all want people to be authentic. Y'all yeah. want people to be ourselves. Y'all want to sit on here every day. Y'all want to talk about mental health and right. be advocates for people that are suffering. But when somebody actually speaks their truth, y'all drag them. Y'all actually drag her real life feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think we're getting to a place now with a lot of different topics where people feel like they're always right. I can tell you how you feel. You can't what tell, I tell me what how I tell I feel. you all the time. You cannot argue feelings. You can't. You I'm cannot argue feelings. Yeah. And, and we do that. We do. Well, why she feel like that? Well, that's that's her. That's she's how enti- she, she's, and she's valid in that. that. Mm-hmm. And the part that killed me, I think, the most out of all of this is a lot. A lot of niggas. A lot of niggas really showed them tr- their true colors in this. One thing I realized: <clears throat> first of all, a lot of niggas don't know how to deal with women. A lot of niggas really have not been in relationships or intimate enough with women where she's vulnerable to them and she talks about how she really feels. Like when I hear niggas talk about, well, my girl should never feel like mm-hmm. that, well, then obviously you have never really been in a relationship. I want to I wanna yeah. piggyback off that. So I feel like we have, I feel like a lot of us, I feel like the majority of us, a big majority of us have a misconception about what a relationship is. I feel like people feel like when you get in a relationship, your man or your woman is supposed to be your world. That's false. Right. You're supposed to be your own world. So, like, if you feel like I'm su- being in this relationship with me, you're supposed to get, I'm supposed to give you everything that you need. That's not true. You are in real. a miserable ass relationship. And this is why relationships fails, fail because you have this level of expectation that nobody can fucking meet. How am I supposed to be your world? How am I supposed to be your all, your your end all be all? You know what I mean? Like that's a lot thing, of yeah. pressure to put on one person, and I have to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and she like, started it, early. Yeah, so like Steph is enough for her. He probably does complete her, but he is not supposed to be her world. There are supposed to be other things that she gets from other people. And I don't mean that in the sense of like she's supposed to get sex from somebody else or she's supposed to get her ego rub from somebody else or she's supposed to get comfort in somebody else. But there are there are other things that make up a combination of where we get our own level of security, where we get our own, how we build up our own self-confidence and how we build up our own self-esteem. It starts from within ourselves, yes, but we need, sometimes we need a pat on the back or we need some type of recognition. Like, and like I said, sometimes it does need to come from outside of the relationship because that can get so routine and so monotonous that we feel like it's not as it's not, it's, it's, not as, it's, not, it's not as significant. Yeah. It's not as significant when your actual partner that you wake up with every morning and say, hey, you're beautiful. Right. Like, at some point, another's like, my nigga, you tell me that six, exactly. every single day. You obviously find me beautiful. I get that. But going through what she's... First of all, let's... She's been pregnant for like six years in a row. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, I was about to say the same exact thing. That she... She's... I think she's... 30, the oldest, 32. I can't I think she's 30. Exactly. I think she's 30. I think 30. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, so she's... I'm, I'm 31. <laughs> <laughs> so she's 30 years old. Her um, oldest child is six. She has two children after that. So most of her life, she's been pregnant. And then postpartum depression is very, very real, mm-hmm. right? And so I think it's very valid for her to go through, like, 
you know, things like weight fluctuation between for having the kids and then, you know, being pregnant, not being pregnant. And if your husband is the one that's always in the spotlight, she deserves to have an identity outside of that. And I think in the society that we live in, a lot of people believe that women identity should be tied to a man. Mm -hmm. No, let me tell you, yo, this is it right here. So I'm in a group chat, right? And a nigga... Actually, part of this nigga too. You was you in the group chat too. There was a comment that somebody said. It was like that's why Savannah, who's LeBron's wife, is mm-hmm. the goat. It was like um, be, they said that basically they were saying Aisha. They used all she's the points. In her place, bruh. I said, man, mm-hmm. that's exactly what y'all want. Y'all yeah. don't want a woman that speaks. Yeah, and Savannah is the goat to y'all because she's silent. Yeah, y'all are y'all. Savannah are, probably runs that fucking household, bruh. and I believe that no, from no, the she, bottom bruh, of my heart. But, nigg- but niggas don't want that, right? They they want a woman that's silent, and people are so men in particular are so fucking fragile that when a woman can speak out about how she feels in front of people and not give a fuck about how your little dick feels, because <laughs> all that matters to her is really her husband. The woman said, "I've had this conversation with my husband." Right. Yes. Over. And so that's and why again. it wasn't to her. That's why she was comfortable enough to say it on live TV because she already, already had, had the conversation with her husband. Because right after that, she said, "I suffer from anxiety and I'm on medication because of that." Yeah. You know what it's like. You know what it takes for a celebrity because regardless, she's a celebrity to get right. on a on a platform and say, "I take medication due to my anxiety, due to my mental illness." That takes a lot. That takes a woman. I do or too, a man. and it's called marijuana. <laughs> well, I don't know. She said she on pills. You know what I'm saying? And maybe she don't smoke the you weed. You can take a THC she'll... pill and put it right underneath your tongue. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Either way, like, you, you know what I'm saying? You have to be in a very safe space to to talk about this. Yep. And, and people are taking it like, well, how was Steph react? Man, you don't think Steph knows and that, But that's what I mean. I commend her for saying that because I always say when I speak to people, I'm speaking out of who I am. You don't think about when you're secure enough with yourself, you think about what you're saying and how and what your delivery is so that people can really understand what you what you're saying and and how you're saying it how it's meant to be you don't think about how it's going to be perceived afterwards because you're not saying it to change anybody's perception of you you're saying it just to get it off your chest or whatever right but i felt like what she said was a dignified way of saying uh, was a dignified way of kind of comparing herself to everybody else. Let's let's say other women in general, other women that's very popular on Instagram or in social media or pop culture or with wh- whatever. I feel like she, in a very respectable way, basically said, "I'm mad lit. I got all these credentials. I have a lot of things that people, you know, are striving to get. However, I just don't get that same kind of." attention or people don't seem to be attracted to me like they are to these other girls that don't have barely anything that don't even compare to me what is it about me that is not getting the attention that let's say a bernice burgo and of course we know the answer like the body the way she dressed or whatever but i feel like that was a very respectful a very respectful way of saying why I'm y'all bring the good girls back? Because in the nineties, we did look up to Aaliyah with barely yeah, makeup. Yeah, 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 we did yeah. look up to people. Yeah. I feel like she was comparing herself to her husband. She was, yeah. and I feel like that's a, but that's a whole different arena. Because living in somebody's shadows, yes, I, I, that's I don't, a whole, yeah, yeah, living yeah, in somebody's hard. shadow while having your Some own credentials. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. That has to be. Yo, I couldn't be. imagine. Man, yeah. do yourself a favor, man. So you know, we had the conversation about like niggas going to Aisha. Listen, Aisha is a beautiful woman. We know this, right? Every every man will knock Aisha down, right? We know that, right? But yo, do yourself a favor. I was like, okay, niggas, you know, niggas be reckless in comments. I did some research. 
I was actually going through her pictures. In the comments, there's nothing. I, I'm but sure. I think people respect Steph. It's, it, I don't. I, that's I don't, what it is. I, don't, I think so I don't, too. I, but I don't know I don't, if it's they respect Steph or they respect the the image that she's created because she's 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 branding herself as the Christian the good girl. Mom. No, she's like girl. the but black Martha Stewart. But, that, but that's but, the thing. She doesn't. Well, go, go ahead. But, but uh, once again, you know that started at fucking the 16. Bible told. Think about ain't nobody in Michelle Williams comments. Um, going smack, but, going smack. But, that, but that's the thing. Or Michelle she, she Obama. Doesn't... Or Michelle Obama. Yo, like, <laughs> I know a couple <laughs> niggas that would go smack at Michelle nah, Obama. Nah. <laughs> Michelle Obama got a fat They be like, ass. no shade, but right. Michelle fat. Aisha doesn't. Aisha doesn't give her. She doesn't give access to everyone. Like that's the thing. I I don't think she she doesn't she's not not getting attention because she's not attractive, right? She's not sexy. It, I, it, no, no, but, no, 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 no. It's not that she's not sexy, but she's not like sensual. It's, she don't give off not, like that energy it's, of like it's, I'm here for that shit. I don't think it's that because I like she is sexy. She, she, nah, like nah, she is. Nah. She is. When she you is think sexy. of sexy, when you think of somebody nah. sexy, or even she, let's not even say an entertainer or whatever. When you think of somebody sexy, basketball wise, she, she's not the most. She's not the sexiest woman. But you don't. But even if you think of somebody that's like who gives off sex appeal, who gives off that energy of like. Damn, she bad. She's not, she not like, top 10,000 to me, bro. She, Aisha Curry is Wait, the, she not top 10,000? Sexy. Bro, no, she's top 10,000? Look, look, look. God damn. Warriors game one versus the Blazers the other night. She wore some short-ass khaki shorts, and niggas was like, damn. She got it going on, but but when I think about Bro, sexy women, short she's ass not... khaki, short yeah, khaki, 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 yeah. Short, don't sexy. even sound sexy. I'm looking Bruh. at you like dog. Bruh. Go go watch the footage, like I straight did. up. And she straight stood up. up and she was clapping, yeah. and her Bruh. and her shorts like yeah. she's like tugging at him. Son, she don't she look confident. She, she doesn't look confident. She in her doesn't. Life. She doesn't give access to. Everyone. She doesn't get attention because she doesn't put. She doesn't get. She doesn't allow herself to. Get attention from people. So, so, That's just it. So when early when you were talking about the Angela Simmons effect, right? The Angela Simmons to me, I, I took it a different way. This is I've, I've always said this about her. Angela Simmons is clearly an attractive woman, but she does not have any sex appeal to me. I agree. Whatsoever. I agree. Angela her, Simmons don't have sex appeal. I don't no. think she has sex what? appeal either. Oh, all right. I, all right. I agree. All right. It's so like. You can, I mean, but you can I mean, see a, mean, you can see a picture of her in a swimsuit. And it is like, definitely an opinion. But to me, I'm a big energy reader. Like you know, there we go. you know, there we go. Like, you know and, yes, like yes. if it's natural, if it just if if you just took this picture and you post it and it just come off like, damn, she look good, or just come off like, oh, her baby's so cute. Because that's what I see when I when I look at her and I think that she has a great body. I think that she is pretty, but I don't. When I see a picture of her in a swimsuit, and I don't give a fuck if it's a g string, I be like, oh, I wonder where she Bro, got. Bro, there's a picture. There's a picture. I don't see like. That's goals or like no that's, shit like that. I'm gonna I'm look through her IG right because now because there's a difference. See, there's a difference between attraction, like attraction, like beauty uh, and, I, and sexiness. I, I right? understand. Angela Simmons posted a picture a couple years back. Y'all remember when she posted that picture in that little G string and she was standing like on her toes? Yeah, and, and she deleted like, that jump because it was so awkward. It, it's she, uncomfortable when to she look dances. At. Them dancing videos you puts up it's is uncomfortable awkward. to look at. Like it's. So when I Aisha to me, she reminds me of that a little bit. She's an attractive woman, but, but she just the sex appeal is, is just, not there. It's not it's natural. Not it's yeah, so even yeah. when he when he talks about her in the khaki shorts or whatever, I know the I know the snippet of the video that he's talking about when she stand up and she cheering. She pulled like she tugs when she stands up. The shorts are like kind of rising like up. they rising mm -hmm. up, and she like tugs at them a little bit, but still kind of continues to clap. It looks like she has on two small like very uncomfortable shorts. 
That's what it looks she, like. It doesn't look like, not, oh, shit. She's not getting no attention because she lacks a lot of confidence. That's one, right? But so that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So that that adds to her appeal because now I'm not about to... I don't... If, if I'm a man... And I see a girl who lacks confidence. You either look at it one or two ways. You either you're either a shark or you're just gonna be like, damn, I don't even want to talk to you because yeah. now I can't. You either take I can't advantage pa- of it because yeah, you I can't think get it's past like your some energy. Na- not some naivety there, right? Or you, yeah. Now with her, the the confusing part, I I think that adds to the frustration is that like she has all of this. She talks about having all of this shit going on, right? Talks about like being confident, like making fun of people for wearing less clothes and stuff like that. But then like. On, at the same time, you're asking for attention. What it's like? All right, what are what are your? Well, I think it's no, no. But, but look, but look. Now, now you got to okay. go to what are your options? What what are your options t- in order for you to stop feeling how you feel? Right? I'm, because, I don't think. Go ahead, because I think you're going where I want to go. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't think that she has to. I don't think it's necessarily one or the other. Right? Like the people that I know, and no shade, but like a lot of people that had a lot of the comments. That's like oh, well, you want attention or that were criticizing her? We're single people. They weren't people that were married. And most of the people that I know that are uh, are married people are like, I identify with that. That resonates with me. That's why. Men and, men and women, like not, not just the women, you know? Both are like, it's nice to be, to know recognition that I still got it or that I'm attractive. And it's not necessarily, like when she made the comment of, Oh, you know, I try to keep it sexy for my man. First of all, that was years ago. Thank right? you, thank you. That's thank the first you, thing. Thank you, thank you. That was thank years you. ago. She had time to mature in that understanding. Thank you, thank you. Um, and then the other thing is like when you're with someone for a long period of time, you don't know if they still find you attractive because they still find you attractive, or because y'all been together and they love you. If somebody else acknowledges what you you know that you're attractive. You know, okay, that person has no tie to me. They don't love me. They're doing it just because. Which, not to like completely dash, just complete left, is why I bring up our, like, sometimes I question whether or not humans are meant to be monogamous. Mm. Yo, I'm going to tell you something. I, you know how I get in my bag of like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, I swear every conversation I always got like some type of research or facts mm-hmm. or whatever. I promise you, I know a little bit about a lot of things, <laughs> but monogamy only came from monogamy has only been around for like the last 60 years, but marriage only started based on bartering and trade. If your family mm-hmm. comes from a certain amount of money and my my family has a certain amount it's of money and street. land or whatever, it is it is a contract that says you're going to be good and we're going to be good. Yep. That's the only a, thing. That's a, where marriage came from. Yeah. So then as the years came along, it was like they were kind of helping them vet their spouse. Like, oh, we'll go on a date and see how you feel. If you don't like them, you're still marrying them. But then that's when women started to get more of opinion. But... Yo, marriage and love was not a thing. And they were saying that, of course, we know like half of, of the marriages end up in, div- in divorce or whatever. But uh, it was like um, a study that said that most uh, the arranged marriages last longer, longer than, than, than marriages longer, yeah. that are based out of love. We as humans were not necessarily meant to be monogamous, and that is uh-huh. that that is fact, and that's another reason why I say if you feel that's fact, if you feel like well, based on numbers of like divorce, like divorce rate or whatever, like I mean, yeah, it, like whatever you believe in is what you yeah. believe, 
But based on numbers and like happiness, like they did all kind of studies and shit on like um, married couples and how happy they are what, versus being um, an arranged marriage or like a marriage based out of love and shit like that. But I just lost my train of thought. Uh, you're talking about are we meant to be monogamous? Oh, it went back to me saying how when people get together for love, they feel like now that I'm with this person and I'm going to be with this person forever, this is my end all be all. And this person is the world to me. And I'm incomplete without this person and stuff like that. That's why the, the shit fails because you put all you have into this person and you're expecting the same thing in return and you have two separate levels of expectations and so we beat ourselves up so bad when we look at somebody else and find them attractive Mm. like we Mm. beat up ourselves so bad Mm. when we look at somebody else and wonder or like when we have thoughts or like if we if we go out or if me as a woman i go out with jasmine and a couple of our, our other friends and somebody holler at me and now I'm I'm like tense like oh shit this man just trying to holler at me like mm-hmm. I I can't go in the house and tell my boyfriend you know what I mean like we beat ourselves up so bad for a lot of things that is not wrong it's fucking human nature it's, it is it's very human, human. Yeah. and, I think, and, and I think so now it's like because I signed this paper in court I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to, to find anybody else attractive Bro, I, I yeah say, like that, now my blinders are bulletproof and I, none of that shit exists anymore I say anymore. this all the time I say that in a relationship in a marriage or whatever man your your spouse is going to find other people attractive and it's totally okay I listen I know for a fact Rachel like niggas with muscles sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> you know I know that like I don't look like fucking Michael B. Jordan it's totally fine for her to find other niggas tra- that does not affect me now what affects me is what happens beyond that right. but you can't turn that off as human I'm going to find other women attractive I'm not saying I'm going to go fuck them but if she's a beautiful woman okay I- I'm going to acknowledge that there's nothing wrong with that and right. I think that what people like fail to realize is that we want to feel the same way on the receiving end as well exactly I want other people to find me handsome like it's totally okay I'm yeah. not going to say if a girl say oh yo you look really nice today I'm going to whip my dick no <laughs> but but it adds a little pep to my step though listen you know what yeah. I'm saying it's nothing like getting a compliment as a fucking couple that's that's, I, that's very just, far y'all look so good team, together it's, but the last yep. time I got it was last year in Philly and me and Corey was like chilling we walked into the, we walked into the restaurant the, the restaurant we walked into the restaurant <laughs> and the hostess was like oh just two of y'all whatever and we was like yeah and she was like she kept staring at us then finally she sat us down she was like yo she was like, are y'all married? Or we was like, no, we just, you know, we, we're together or whatever. She was like, y'all look y'all look so dope. Like, y'all just look mm-hmm. mad cool. And him and I both it makes you feel felt good. amazing. Yeah. Like, we was in there like, you couldn't tell us right. shit. We it, was in there on a it, high. That makes you feel good. And it's good. like, it's nothing wrong with, like, people finding you attractive Absolutely. or, you know, whatever, individually. Or another thing is, again, how I always talk about perception I struggle with it for I I've struggled with it for a long time. Reasons why I had a lot of ideas and didn't execute them because I was afraid of how I was going to be perceived if I started giving people too much of me or whatever. But think about this. I I know y'all seen a couple of videos most recently, like within the last week on the shade room of like badass kids. One of them was like. The boy was in the back seat. They had went grocery shopping and the girl turned around and the little boy is like, it's a tub of ice cream and he just like going in on the ice oh, cream. Shit. So they went grocery shopping and she put her groceries in the back seat. And as she's driving, she sees in her rearview mirror that the son has taken the big Briars cookies and cream ice cream mm-hmm. out of the bag and has opened it, the big tub one, and just and his face is all in it, right? 
And everybody in the comments, the little boy looks like he's like three or four. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the comments is like, I would beat his ass. I would drop him off at the fire department. Like everybody is t- saying how they would reprimand him, right? That is an opportunity for you to have a moment with your child. Instead of looking at it as like what you would do to um to beat him or whatever, I probably would have pulled over and got spoon. Spoon to an energy. And, and yeah. like now it's a thing. Now right. it's a moment. And that's something that he can remember moving forward. And I feel like it's the same thing in a relationship. We're so quick to think about like the immediate reaction or the immediate like. I was saving this moment for this. Like, I was saving this ice cream for when I go watch Netflix. Why can't you just stop and enjoy it right here and mm. right here now as opposed to, like, reprimanding them and then now they regret you and ne- or they have, like, these... Um, they have, like, these... Uh, they resent you, not regret you. They resent you and now they feel like they can't do shit. They can't share anything they, with They're you. afraid yeah, of you or yeah, they, can't, yeah. they can't bring it up or they can't talk about it. And I say, I say that, like, Communication is everything. Bro, it's healthy. It is no matter what, whether you have the conversation in public, do it respectfully. If you have the the if you have the conversation in private, do it respectfully. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Like communication is everything. People look at me crazy, like yo, you was in Miami with nothing but niggas. I communicate with my boyfriend. My boyfriend know everybody. You know what I mean? Let me let me put put a pause right there. That's one thing that I noticed throughout this whole thing, man. I noticed how. It, men are so insecure and men are so fragile. Mm-hmm. When you are secure with the situation that you have at home, you have no worries. Yeah. Why should I worry about my girl out there with her homeboys? Right. I know what she's doing. I know them niggas. And even I if I don't, it, right. even if I don't, I trust her to know what's going on. If my wife gets on TV and say, you know what, other men never get at me. They never, they never, you know, they never, you know, shoot a shot or whatever the case may be. Why should I feel any type of way about that? I know at the end of the day, that's my wife. I know how she feels. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wholeheartedly. I, I, I don't, I'm not shaking in my boots over her I saying that. I appreciate it, Steph, for coming out afterwards and being like, like really fucking with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That take, like, that to me is couple's goals. Yeah. That I mean, to me I mean, is like for real, fucking for real, everything. For real, for real, that to me, that that wasn't nothing because I expected that from her. I, I did mean, too, but as, as as him, like it that, reiterated like I mean, that I, image that we I mean, have she, of them. He could have said she, nothing. I mean, that's what he could have been silent. Yeah, and I thought he nothing. was going to say nothing. No, nah, no, nah, I thought he was going to say something because, he, like, knowing the person that he is, especially, I mean, if you like watching the 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 Red Table Talk special of him, he sent the video of his mom to the the TV show and all that. So they obviously knew all. See, of this I didn't was going. even watch it though. Well, yeah, 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 but at at the same time, like. The way Steph is, who he is, and how friendly he is, and and just the, his antics over the years, I expected that from him. And also at the same time, she also did say, "Oh, we already talked about this," mm-hmm. and he has stood up for her in the past. So because we we know and and we have this ideal of who Steph is, even without knowing him, I expected that from him. And I was like, oh, "Okay, like, oh, it came." That's why even when they, when people told me, I was like, oh, "Okay, this makes sense that it came." getting back to I guess like the, the relationship shit like the thing is is that a lot of people now rush into relationships right they don't understand the concept of one being themselves in a relationship because they do have this misconstrued thoughts about like oh, okay when I do get in a relationship like it's supposed to be like this or it's supposed to be like this everybody wants a book about how to do things and that's that's across the board not just uh with relationships but with like careers and everything the thing is is that not a lot of people are willing to actually go through it and experience it like you really have to experience certain things to understand 
how to function in them. Like it, it is what it is. And to get back to your point, like my thing is the reason why I'm single, there's a lot of insecure people out here. Straight up, and they and they can't handle their insecurities. Bitches and can't handle you having a size thirteen. No, they can't. They can't. And, and what and what they do is they they try to brush their insecurities off as issues. Okay. They they really try to brush their insecurities off and project the insecurities on me as my issue. Like, mm. oh, we one. I'm single, and it's like, oh, you don't communicate with me enough. Well, it's like, well, I'm I'm single. I don't owe you anything. You know, I had this interesting question. Um, from uh, a person I was hanging out with recently, and they were like, "So, what's the difference between like you being? Wh- when do you know basically like there's the difference between you being single with someone and you being in a relationship?" And I always find it interesting that a lot of women that I know they don't they don't under they never knew when like that transition that happened. transition mm-hmm. happened because as we get older, we don't come right out and be like, "Oh, yeah, we you, the girlfriend. Yes no. you don't, thing? yeah, yeah, but but." Oh, we did though. To, to, uh, I didn't. I uh, didn't say uh, like, "Are we boyfriend and girlfriend?" Yeah, but, but I needed but to you, know, like, my you, nigga. But you knew, is this right? A thing? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. But no, you, but, I, you, but you. Knew, right, right. But I knew, but, but was, I still needed clarification needed because no, 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 yeah. for my own shit too. Because not like, but no, I'm saying, not like what you doing. But I got shit going no, on no, too. Saying, so like, saying, you know what I mean? I'm saying I I agree with you because a lot of those people who that don't know that don't see that and you don't make it clear. They're the ones who having the fucked up relationship. Those yep. are the people in the comments. Because I saw single people, I saw people in relationships in those comments. But the thing is, is that they didn't, they never had that transition phase. Like, I'm here for you. I'm going to stand up for you. I'm going to take care of you. I think that's the most important piece. When it comes to a relationship, the first thing people always tell me is like, yo, when, if we get into a relationship, like, just make sure you take care of me. Like, not in the sense What does of, that mean? Not in the sense of you know, being my world or, you know, paying for shit, but don't have me out here looking that's, crazy. That's listen, it. That's, that's it. No, for real. That, that, that's Call it. me the fuck down. No, did ass. Did you got to have my back. Did ass. Did ass. Like, like you, I, I'm going to be myself. And, and I tell them like, yo, I'm going to be me. You be you. You can do whatever you want. That's why I agree. I should carry. She can do and say whatever she want. But the first thing I said was at the end of the day, me, I would I would not have said that on Facebook and on that type of form because it would have went back to me like I wouldn't want somebody to look at you crazy or I wouldn't want Oh, I see. I wouldn't want that bad. But you know what? My but I, I, the that, type that, of relationship they have is it's, they're it's, secure in their own shit. Exactly. So it don't matter. And, 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 matter what the and I think and, that what and it's because it is Steph's position. I, mean, I, can, I feel like what, what she did, and maybe we'll look back later and feel this way, but maybe not right now. But I feel like what she did was bigger than their relationship. It was bigger than her. I feel like she spoke power to other people that are in married um, situations that feel that way. She gave them validity and she gave them a voice on a platform. I agree. I 100% agree, I agree. with that. And that's what I said in the group chat that I'm in. I'm saying, I said... This is a common it's not her, feeling. Then who? It's not just. This is not unique to her. If she don't say it, then who will? And that's, that's just. It, that's like, it, yep, yep. I ain't, I'm <clears> not <throat> no fucking body, right? Well, I take that back. Because we I, I no, about, honestly, about, about we need to stop this. No, no, no. no. That, that's what I'm saying. I was about to check you. Like but the fuck. My platform is not millions. You know what I mean? It's a little less than three thousand, mm. right? But if y'all remember, um, what last week or the week before, I posted a picture or something, and I was like, y'all, like. I'm not okay today. Right. You, do you remember what I was talking mm-hmm. about? Okay, it was like something like in my stories and it was like, I was emotionally like, I'm just, it. I ain't feeling it. Like today is not good for me and 
I'm just, you know, it just is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. ain't nothing wrong. I don't know why, but like, the shit just don't feel right. Like, my mood is the fuck fucked up. And I'm in a funk and I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't want advice from nobody because honestly, like, I don't want to hear it and I don't even know what's wrong. And it's like, I just want to feel my shit. And I said it only because, like, it felt good. Like, it just felt good. Like, everybody is used to me posting, like, interesting stories or whatever, telling the story or whatever. And it wasn't about me giving people what they want or whatever. I only, I told you before, I only post stories because they're entertaining to me and it's what is what I feel. And that day, what I felt, and me being very personal and not sharing whatever i don't have shit to hide either and that day i felt like telling niggas like yo i don't feel good and i wasn't expecting what i got in return and what i got in return was just like yo i'm here for you my nigga and that was just like nah like i feel you like but mad people was like i look up to you and i i know we have our days but i wouldn't have expected i wouldn't have expected you to be the person to be like, and and it just resonated with mad people. And it's like, yo, I'm real. You know, like I am a person. Like I am a 31 year old black female. Like I am an actual person. Yeah. You have to expect me to feel something. You know what I mean? Like I feel a lot of things. And some of the things that I feel don't feel good. You know what I mean? And it's like, I like if I don't sit like, yeah, what I put on my Instagram is heavily curated and it's heavily like the pictures that I put up, the way I pose, where I pose at, how I take my pictures, when I post them, my captions, all of that shit is thought is is has a thought behind it, is very thought through or whatever. So of course you're have you're gonna have this perception of me because that's what I put out. That's what I want you to see, that's what I want you to feel from me, because that's who I am on a day-to-day basis. But there are those days. That I don't feel that. That I I don't feel as cool as I look in those yeah, pictures yeah. that I posted. Like, there are days that I know I'm cool, but, like, I just don't. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I feel stuck and I feel whatever. And, like, and it's okay to feel that way. And it's like, I if you're going to look up to me, don't just look up to me being in fucking Puerto Rico or Peru. Look up to me, too, when I'm, like... I don't feel good. And that's why like, that was, shit is real. And that's why I thought what I used to do was super courageous because, you know, from the outside looking in, you got a perfect life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And the first thing everybody always says is Steph Curry's your husband. It's like, man. Fuck that nigga. Right. I mean, it's like, not fuck that not, nigga, not, but, but yeah, that nigga. Yeah, not for real. You know what I mean? Because, fuck them kids. Fuck them restaurants. I'm still, fuck them cookbooks. I'm Aisha. At the I'm, end of the I'm day. I'm Aisha. You yes. Know what I mean? She has to live with how she feels in the inside. Absolutely. And when people automatically associate you with your husband because you know he knows how to throw a, put a ball and in, in, throw a hoop really really well yeah. then it's like man, who, who am I Damn, you know what I mean? who he, am he I he shoot his ass off he shoot the shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously he don't miss you know what I'm saying right. he got three in a row you know what I'm saying okay. like yeah. <laughs> like I think it's extremely extremely courageous for her to put those those feelings out and, and be, be extremely vulnerable in front of the whole entire world and once you like you said She's speaking for so many other women and men. Mm-hmm. We go through the same thing. That's why I was just reading. Come on, man, y'all niggas is tripping. You, you you got a whole wife at home with kids, and let a girl on the metro tell you, man, you looking good today, nigga. Your heart gonna start racing. So, you yeah. gonna feel good about so, yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you, it is what it is. It's completely natural. So that I agree. I fully agree. Here's the dangerous thing about this whole situation, and this is why I get back like to her delivery, mm-hmm. right? 
She is Aisha Carey. He is Steph Carey. Mm-hmm. They are in the upper echelon of society, right? So if if Steph were to ever cheat on Aisha Carey, it would be with someone else in the upper echelon nah, of society. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I've seen this. I've seen this. No, no, no. Let, let me get my point. 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 If even, Niggas love disagreeing with they No, no. I'm just no, If she were to do the same thing, okay. it would be someone on Steph's status. Nah. Right? Nah, bro. She, a nigga, oh, a no, nigga, no, no. A nigga from Better bro. Robe or no, bust that jump down. And you wouldn't even... A regular, regular niggas don't have access to her. Regular people don't have access to Steph. Like, you have to be... you. I'm I'm dead ass. Bro, you, that no, joint okay. that was you, being you thirsty at the game. Bro, that regular. Sorry, go she on. was regular, schmegular. She, she was a, no, she, she was a point but joint. She was, we, she was a point joint. We can the, go straight the, to the joint you... at the game. Hold on, wait, time out, time out, time out. Let's let's keep it real. Steph does not roll around with security. Steph, Steph is a regular nigga. On, a, on the average no, day. No, no. Hold on, wait, hold on. On the average day, you probably could catch Steph riding Chick-fil-A with his kids. Nigga, what you can, seen the DoorDash video you know what I'm saying? of like, him being Chris Brown? Yeah, like, that DoorDash lady could have easily, yeah, the, the, easily the, taken the, her the, down. The, the, the girl that worked at Chick-fil-A that's giving him his chicken sandwich could slip the number in there. Like, he has... Regular people have access Yo, to these niggas. think about the fact that your conversation you literally just had with us about Mother's Fucking Day. Lloyd. How Lloyd just walked on <laughs> yeah, the... Yeah. He was by no, himself. But, Yo, five... All you need is five seconds to make an impression on anybody. And I don't give a fuck what echelon you in, <laughs> upper, middle, or lower. Like, if you made... Imagine exactly what I just said. If Lloyd got on the elevator and and he's so used to people, to girls being like, oh my God, I love you, whatever. And he got on the elevator and I was being myself and and, def- and like approached him on some stuff. <laughs> right. And he like was Intrigued smitten by that, by that mm-hmm. shit. Just that fast. Somebody who is not, we like... On we not on two on the same playing field just that fast like and I've I've had that happen to me on enough occasions because I know one person or a couple of people that's in the league and so that puts me in a position to be around other niggas in the league and, and, and because I'm always it. myself it, like I don't give a fuck about who you are niggas get smitten by that shit and just that fast if yeah. I wanted to I could pursue something yeah, with, with somebody that's if, not in the same playing field if, with me nah but what, what I'm saying is if they're cheating with someone who's not on the same level as their significant other then niggas is cheating wrong I, I, in, in my no, eyes if you're, if you're on, cheating, wait, 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 that's wait, wait, wait. a whole different that's, 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 that's a whole thing. no thanks fuck fuck it fuck it if you're if you're cheating down, that's wild. That's wild to me. Listen, that's wild to me. Nah, but, bro. There's so many reasons most why most people no, no, no. cheat down. Here, most times you here, cheat here, down. Here's my point. Here's my point. Mm-hmm. The the how like regular normal quote unquote people they take this. They hear this from Aisha Carey, right? She she has access to the best doctors. She has access to. Um, the best therapist. Okay. She has all these options to get. She can take medication for that, right? The normal, the average person doesn't have access to all of that help. Yes, we talk about it all the time here. It's Mental Health Awareness Month in May, and all this. Like the the regular person doesn't go to therapy. The normal person doesn't go to the doctor to seek help. The normal person doesn't have a life coach, so they're sitting here and they're dealing with this. Y'all can call me if you need one. <laughs> Facts. Call Brio if you like coach. But the 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 normal person doesn't doesn't have all these things to help them out. And they hear Aisha Carey say this, which is fine. She can speak her truth. But now 
you look around your playing field and what a lot of people naturally do, right? You all you always, always, always compare people. So I know women look at their man and they compare their man to the next man that they find attractive. I know niggas do it too. That's just it. They see their girl and they like, damn. I and then know. they look at the they look mean, at they look know. at the next girl and they're like, I don't know. All right, I, bet. I, I, can, Listen, I don't know. If I, I feel like this is you, this is a whole different. This yeah, honestly, yeah. we could dive into this, but this would be another two hours. That, but but people cheat is, for a whole bunch of different reasons, yeah. and so I don't think it's fair to put to put like a most people go down or women go up or men go down. because uh, I, I I honestly feel like. There are people who get into relationships knowing that it's a possibility, a possibility that they're going to cheat just because they know they already and, know that and, they're not. And gonna, that's my point. They, I, but, there's more of an access to those people. They, and I, there's there's more of the opportunity for them to cheat because they are in general public. Steph Curry and Aisha I, isn't. I, I don't, they don't. I'm, not, I'm gonna just. Just, uh, I'm just gonna. They don't interact with people. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to. Yeah. We gonna it, have to it is. We're gonna, it is what we're gonna it have is. to agree to disagree with yeah, this. Yeah, I'm gonna. Disagree I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. Way. I'm gonna keep it real with you. We look at Steph as Steph, the ball player. At the end of the day, Steph is moving around just like me and you. I'm gonna be honest. Steph like, is doing Steph, regular shit just like Steph me. Steph does yeah. not move around just like oh, us, bro. God. He doesn't. He doesn't. Bro, he, he doesn't bro, move like have, us. Have you have you been around niggas that's in any league, bro? Yes, they move, they move just like us. Bro. He ain't Beyonce bro, or Jay Z. They do not move like us, all right. bro. All right, Steph like, ain't Beyonce and Jay Z. Like I hang out with niggas in leagues, and they move just like me and you, bro. They no, not riding around with security. They run around with they niggas. They at the club just it's, like me and you. They at the same bars that me and you go to the same women they that we have access on, an, on, on a different level. Go to Equinox in D.C. You're going to see all of that ball players Bro, Rose Bar, my man John, John, listen, John be at Rose Bar just like me. Every fucking Sunday. But look, the same bitches that I just say hi to me. Some, but if, if, John Wall is in Rose Bar. His experience is totally different from that, our experience. You said access. I am still in the same room around nope. this. I'm hella regular. When uh, I it, went to Equinox, it, I was in the oh same area, in the same workout room. Bruh. And guess what? I was in Equinox for free. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. And, and listen. This, How and many you, people got Equinox access? Like, clearly like, me and I'm regular. Like, clearly like, me, I'm regular. Like, like we, I feel like we, son, we yeah, as yeah. people, as work, as working class citizens, it's, it's, put a lot of yes. people on a, a different, different kind of yes. pedestal. Yes. John, not, John yo, Wall doesn't they, move. When John Wall walks into Rose Bar, you're not, you're not, listen, it, you're, you're, you're arguing two different points. You're not you're listening. No, you're arguing. It, two different, a, it's a whole different experience. Bro, you said access. Now, now, that's different. Access and experience is two different things, bro. Listen, let me, let me, let me tell you. You don't have access to John Wall. Yo, you, you can have, get access to John Wall. You could, bro. Wall. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now that there's bottle girls that work at Rose Bar that fuck basketball players. Of course, that I fucked bottle girls. We have access to the same women, bro. You really have okay. access to them. The same women, bro. The same women. I could go on the now, gram. I, they as basketball players it, it have access to more Not, things. Yes, it's they the, can put themselves in position to where we won't, we wouldn't have access to them, but because they don't. They want to be, think about th think about this, and I see this shit when when I do when I am with my guys that's in the league or whatever, and we get treated a certain different kind of way, or we get in a certain room. You're on VIP level or whatever. VIP ain't fun. <laughs> VIP is boring as shit. That's VIP right. is a bunch of rich niggas swinging that's their right. dick around trying to show you who got you the most. Yeah, but yeah, all yeah. the bitches are are in gym pop. Everybody's in gym pop. So what they do is 
they be in VIP, they be in VIP, they or they be in there, straight out of the or they gym be pop in up there, to VIP, right? The gym pop that but, you have but access the thing to. is, the thing is, what they do is they go in gym pop and they pull all the gym pop bitches that they want VIP. into VIP Facts. to make it a better experience. But that's what I'm saying. Like you, as a regular person, you have access to Bro, a nigga yes. that you put. If you put yourself in position to to be where you need to be to have access to a certain nigga, you can get access to. In case in point. Join said VCU, for example. There are girls that went to VCU that have slept with Trey Songs and Chris Brown that Girl. also mess with regular and also mess with regular VCU niggas. Like you can put yourself in position I, I, to saying, be where you need to what be. What we're saying is that let's not put these niggas at such a high pedestal because they're regular niggas at the end of the day. They just got money. This, the, the same places in the way that you move, bro. I'm t- you have access to these women. Now it's a difference if you. I'm not. I'm not saying I don't have access to these regular women. I'm saying they move different. One. No, they don't. Yes, they do. That, that it, it is what Bro, it is. So you, you're gonna tell me on a Monday through Friday, you think that niggas is rolling around with mad niggas at all times? No, you don't. I don't roll around all niggas at so, all times. Uh, so that's what that's, that's what we're saying. We're saying that Steph does regular nigga shit. When his kids are hungry, and they want Chick Fil A. Guess what Steph doing? He jumping in his fucking Yukon or whatever, and he's driving his daughters Yo, himself. Is ordering DoorDash or, and telling people that he's Chris Brown. Or do, you know what I'm saying? Like they do the they do, they doing the regular shit that we doing, bro. So I don't. If he wanted to cheat, he could cheat. Th- that's what it boils down to. With a regular bitch. With a regular with a regular joint. Bro, yes, yes, yes. It's just the truth, like. They just got money, but they, they, which allows it. them to move different, bro. Like that's what it. do you mean? What's moved to you? What's moved? They What's move moved? different. Tell John, me. John, me, John Wall versus me walking in a rose bar is a totally. That's not what I'm. We know not who moving. John Wall that's is. Not, that's, that's not, not moving, moving different. That's not but moving. he can still cheat. The, we're going back to bro, cheating. Are y'all, to, are, y'all to, are y'all focusing on cheating or no? No, no I'm just what talking about like no. When I'm trying to holler at somebody, oh, you're talking about hollering at bro. When I'm talking about moving, I'm literally, I'm literally talking about on my day to day the things that I do on a day to day by myself. The the places that I freaking the restaurants that I go to the mm-hmm. stores that I go to fucking Walmart Target mm-hmm. these niggas regardless of the amount of money that they have do all of that shit by themselves nobody else when they go into Target to get a new pack of drawers when they at the I register I'm just whatever I'm just saying whatever whatever they you going to Target to you know what I'm saying <laughs> you going in there to get your fucking Diva Curl products or whatever it may be yeah. they're going into the line to the and talk to the same register girls that we are. David Carl there is no difference. There is well. no difference between the access that they they're not rolling around with a security, not rolling around with a bunch of niggas. Now, when they go into the club, it's a different story. Different story. But on a fucking Tuesday night, when nigga want to run to to fucking Target and pick up a box of fucking DiGiorno's, <laughs> they do the same. Not shit the DiGiorno. Do, whatever. Right. We do the same. We do the same things. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. And I'm telling you right now, the same bitches is the same bitches, bro. All across the board. But that's a whole different topic of conversation. You know what I'm saying? Do we got any other <gasps> topics? Well, we got we got another I'm one. I'm exhausted. Like, we hour yeah. fifteen, and I got one more for y'all. What you got? All right, man. You know, because woo child on the sticking ghetto. on these. <laughs> <laughs> that Steph Curry can easily be in. But... Right, like I said, Aisha okay. could be down Benner Road. Get, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, <laughs> looking like look. She's like, I heard the Curry out real good. The same shit, but um, all right, man. Got some Sama news for y'all. Joe Budden and since Santana, apparently they've uh, they've been broken up, man. And y'all know. Nah, but hold on, hold on. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. So 
you know, Joe, my favorite rapper, man. And I see he going through it. Sin look like she's living her best life. Joe Budden's your favorite rapper. I was trying to skip past hey, that, bro, but just let, let, it, let it happen. Yeah, Joe been my favorite rapper since I was let in high school. Happen. Ever? I mean, that's because, that's because, because we get that. But Over Jay? Let, let it well, happen. It, it's, Jay is the best. Yeah, he is my favorite rapper. But okay. on a day to day, the book. Mm, the bullet. No, the bullet. Oh, girl, yes. I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> and, I say, and I say, it's, it's for multiple reasons. Like, most people think it's not for pumping up, but if. No, like, that was my shit. Yeah. You know, huh? If you you know a fan of hip hop, you know that Joe he's had one of like the best mixtape series that ever had the Moo music series. Like it's extremely extremely uh, good mixtape series. Anyway, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. They broken up. So I wanted to talk to y'all about breakup tips. You know what I'm saying? How to get over a breakup? You know what's the? uh, Is there amount of time that you should go before you start dating somebody else? Like you know what I'm saying? We all been through some breakups in here. You know what's some what's some shit that y'all been through? I want to talk about that. Wow, got you through it. Nah, All right. I'm joking. I so, well, I mean, I, I know just, there's another bullet out there that can help you just, help you young ladies get through things. <laughs> I just want to I, I just want to put this on a record, man. I'm going through a breakup um as well. You a liar? I'm what serious, you breaking yo. up with? Yo, nah, yo, I, Rachel broke up with me like a month ago. You a liar? Nah, seriously. And but yet, y'all back together. Look where we relax, are. Relax, yo. Relax. We broke up. She broke up with me. Um, what you do? I mean, relax. She broke up with me. She broke up <laughs> with me all the time, but she broke up with me like a month ago. And just the other day, was at the di- dinner. She was like. I don't think I ever officially took you back yet. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. So I like her. Said, I'm still a single man out here. You know what? You know what I'm saying? I want to say something really quick. What's up? That's another thing that I noticed in our culture is that any slight inkling of discomfort or like after a tense argument or during a tense argument, or we don't even have tense, tense arguments because we're not willing to work through shit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that I wish we would get over as well. Like, it's okay to fight. It's okay to have, like, an intense conversation with your spouse or your partner. It's okay to have these tests or these moments of, like, fuck you and then not and not have to worry about if you breaking up with me or not. You know what I mean? Well, I, I feel like that's so, like, we've, we, we are so quick to jump into... Well, I don't think we should do this anymore. I, mean, I we're, don't. We're I in don't a cancel society. So. Yes. That too. Oh and, my and, god. You're right about that. That's we don't want to work. That's the first time today. I agree with nothing. you. And to be honest with you, on my end, <laughs> I, I could probably only name maybe like two things. I think are like automatic deal breakers, like in a relationship. Uh-huh. As far as breaking up, I think that's you know cheating, and you could really work through that if you know that's what you decide to do. Yeah. And abuse. You okay. know what I mean, those two things is a no no. You put hands on somebody. Nah, don't cheat on me, bro. Any type, physical, emotional, mental. I think I think when you display certain traits and, and when it's mental abuse or, or emotional abuse, when you display that, I think it could go a, a next level yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? You put your I mean, hands on Because I, I, would, I would argue that a lot of relations, a lot of people don't even know that they're being abused. Oh, well, that's on them. Yeah. That's on them. No, I mean, I'm, I, you know I'm saying, I, but, it, <laughs> but for me, like I was saying, I think those are the deal breakers for me. I think cheating is, is definitely one so of them, but I, I think you can work through that. But abuse, put your hands on I don't necessarily have like outside a, of that. I don't know what else you can work through a lot. I don't have like bullets or like red flag. I don't have like things that spark for me that automatically say we breaking up if oh, that shit, happens. I do. And yeah, I, 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 pers- I personally don't because um, I feel like. It takes for somebody to understand what happened or where, yeah. like, what's going on or something. So I, I feel like for me, you know, I'm big on energy. It ha- I have to depend. It depends on how I feel. The as the result of what just happened, 
what how I feel about this. So for me, cheating is not necessarily a deal breaker, but it's also not on my mind. I don't carry I don't carry my relationship on my back with the thoughts of like if my nigga ever did this, then because I just don't feel like he's gonna do that. I, you know I'm, what I mean? But the way I'm looking, at it, I'm saying like if it if it does happen, I think those that to me, I think that is something that can be worked through. Mm-hmm. But my number one deal breaker for me. I'm telling you right now, you put your hands on me, you walk through the door, you deck off on me, it's probably going to be a dub for the relationship. Outside of that, like your day-to-day arguments and bickering, yeah. like I think arguing is healthy. It's healthy. Disagreeing is oh, healthy. Yeah. And it helps you work on your actual communication skills for even not just the relationship, but outside of that. Yeah, you know I'm saying? You're never going to be on the same page with everybody all the time. It's completely healthy. You can definitely work I'm like, that. I'm like, don't cheat. Don't cheat. Don't put your hands on me. Because I'm like... If you feel like you want to mess with somebody else, just give me a heads up in advance and let me decide what I want. And that, you, that's you the thing. Gonna, you bring and that's why I say, that's why you, you I say, huh? oh my I don't God. know about inviting them over, but who knows? I might be like, me? you know what? L- what's the stipulations? Is this like a one thing? Okay. One time right, right. thing? Are you, you know, and I might be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Me and my first, me and my first broke up. My first, I actually, I've only been, me and Corey was talking about this the other day, but I've only been dumped one time. And that was that was from my first, and that was because we had both started college, and he was like, he basically was like, it's so much fucking temptation, and I don't think I'm gonna be able to control. He didn't say it like that, but in like in totality, he was like, it's so much temptation, and I don't want to hurt you, and I know that like I don't think I can control, I can control myself. So before. I even do anything or whatever. And I don't think that he had like a bitch lined up or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I just think that he knew himself enough. And I felt like he respected me enough to be like, yo, this is. And so I made the decision to like, you know, we broke up and I was heartbroken for a little while. But one of my flaws is that I can detach myself fairly easily, which is not a good thing. That's not something that I'm proud of. But it's also something that helps me get through. But so I can't really say. I don't think anybody can tell you how long it should take you to get over somebody or because yeah. that's not fair. Mm-hmm. It's I, I feel like it should be subjectively based on what happened or how long you've been feeling like you've been unhappy or whatever. But um, I made a decision to continue to fuck with him because that was all I knew. He was my first. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now we just like like. I have to find a way to emotionally detach myself from the situation. But sexually, if I feel like I need to get it from somewhere, I'm nigga. just going to come at you because right, right. you all I know. But now my nigga, we using condoms. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? We're going to be more safe. about until I feel comfortable enough to win. Now I'm like, oh, it's lit, nigga. I got you out of my system. Now I can move on. Right. So for me, that was enough. That was a transition away from my first. But I mean, I don't think that we can put a date or time on when it's okay to fuck somebody like when you first meet them or whatever and i don't think it's okay it's okay for us to put a time on when you can go out and start living your best life because i would say like you unhappy i've always felt like if i'm unhappy about something i need to figure out ways to be at peace with myself and whatever peace looks like to me or whatever peace looks like to you, go after that. Like, if peace looks like to you... Fucking through the pain. Fucking through the pain. If that's what you need to do, then be responsible about it. You know what I mean? Like, but if peace peace looks like to you, like, moping in that shit or whatever, sit through that. But, like, it's going to take you a long time and you're going to be 
you're gonna suffer through that shit for much longer or whatever. But I don't want any of my male friends like if they break up sulking around because like I'm, I'm a. I don't want any of my. Why? Right. <laughs> right. I was like, why can't I just be your male yeah. friend? Uh, well, I mean, I'm just saying, like even my feel, especially my feel, like this nigga, this the nigga. Come on, man, let's go ha- fucking do fun, have some fun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not with all that uh, the crying around. You know, being all depressed and shit, but it does happen. I do um, have a good breakup story though to to tell that most recently happened as of last week or whatever. And this is me getting in the life coach. Oh no, say that one. Say that. Say that. Say that. Oh, say, okay. that say that one. I know you has. I, both of y'all has some shit to say. Oh, well, I was I was gonna say I agree, Brio. Um, as what? far no, as far as the the relationship <laughs> shit. Two times. As far as the relationship shit, like there's no me now. There's no set deal breaker for me. You know if. Be if this is me, bro. Like, you the same nigga that that was mad at Aisha for saying, <laughs> oh, you want to feel so, so a- Absolutely. And why you come yeah. home and say, yo, I needed that attention. I fucked. No, 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 no. I wasn't. I wasn't mad because she said what she said. I was mad that I don't think that she once again took into consideration of the repercussions it would have on her okay. family, right, like because right. she's done that in the past. No, I, I. In that regards, I don't think that she was thinking about the repercussions. I don't think that she was thinking about the repercussions because she felt like it wasn't going to be in it. Because well, yeah, the only well, the only repercussion that she really would have to deal with is through Steph, and because she already had the conversation with Steph, there is no repercussion because he's the only nigga that and everybody can kiss her ass all the time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I no, I I agree, right? But she also did mention that people had the nerve to roll up in her car, you know, when she had the baby in in the back seat. So like that that's what I'm saying like that it's it's just situations like that where especially when you have a platform and people all eyes are on you always you have to you have to move a little bit differently like even when Beyonce and Jay-Z were going through that shit like you just didn't see them out you didn't see Jay going to You therapy. saw Solange beat Jay-Z ass and, No you didn't see it un- until you saw the fucking camera footage no one actually saw the fight, though. But people noticed that something was off. Like, that, her real fans noticed something was her off. Her real fans? Her real... All right, bro. All right, but look, that what I'm saying is, uh, you know, I, like I said, back to my point. I agree with Brio. It's all about energy. It's all about, one, for me, like she was saying, when stuff is happening, and especially... Th- this could be a fault of mine, or you could do it to a fault, because at the end of the day, it's all about balance. But when stuff is happening, I tend to always try to see things from the other person's point of view because one you do care for them one you do have feelings for them and two like you want to understand why they're they're acting the way they're that they're acting because you're trusting that their intent isn't to hurt you you trust that those feelings are still there so you want them to be like yo i did this for this now i guess the one thing i can't tolerate is a person not being truthful or a person not being honest or a person not being authentic because then if you're not honest with me or if you're not honest with yourself then how am i supposed to trust you right because then at the end of the day like you can say something to me but shit if you can't even do one thing and be trustworthy about it then that just makes me feel uneasy about how you move in general how you move in life so Oh man, she said something else that I agree with. It was like three or four things, but but yeah, like shit. I if you're in a relationship, man, it should be easy to me. You know, like arguing, cer- certain things just happen. Like arguing di- and 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 having disagreements and stuff like that. That's normal. You shouldn't put a lot of weight on those things. You know, I read this quote earlier, and um, there was this math teacher, and he gave his students uh, a math problem, and he was like. 
Um, if you have $86,400 and you lose 10, you know, how much money would you, would you, what would you give up to get back that $10? Right. And all right. this, all the students looked at him was like, it's ten dollars. I got eighty six thousand. Right. Yep. Like it's whatever. So he was like, "Now think about this in terms of time. Something you can't get back, right? There's eighty six thousand four hundred seconds in a day, right? Most of the time, when you get mad about something, it's mad over something that happens in ten seconds or less. So he's like, "Why throw away the rest of your time that you can't get back over some over ten seconds of something? Yep. Sit down mm, and figure out ways good. to." find solutions and that's okay, what pastor. yeah that's why I, that's why i think people don't Take do people, <laughs> that's that's why i think people don't do I, I don't think people actually build out viable solutions for themselves mm -hmm. they just they just want to sulk mm -hmm. they just want to feel depressed and i challenge a lot of people i know we talk about mental health on here a lot a lot of people are are taking that as like the popular trend and just using that Going as, with it. as the cake okay, for so everything okay so now that we know now what what you doing about it yeah. now that you're now that you're yeah. letting it be known that you have anxiety yeah anxiety by the way is just not something to say anxiety mm, is a real exactly. people are romanticizing it yes uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's not just it... something that like at one point when you think of anxiety you thought of middle-aged white men white women popping xanax and going to starbucks yeah like Mid midlife crisis yeah, yeah anxiety is just not anxiety is like fucking heart palpitations anxiety is fucking sweat anxiety is like i cannot get out of Ni my own head niggas going to target and be like yo there's there's, Lipton, there's Lipton tea that's brisky right i, I have anxiety. anxiety i'm like nigga <laughs> you're <laughs> indecisive <Yes. laughs> yo, it is. My it nigga, is. i'm not even gonna lie to you i had anxiety yesterday i could not get out of my head and my heart was beating and i was about to cry and not like when you have anxiety, yo, it it it, it, it I just affects needed, you. I needed to like, talk yeah. to somebody, like, and I was only about to cry because I was taking a situation and I was personalizing personalizing it so bad. And I'm I'm normally so good at like not taking anything personal, but this one situation, I just kept making it about me. And and I'm I'm the only one that's talking to me, so of course. I'm talking to me from a biased tone. Yeah. I'm talking to me for me, by me, against me. You know what I mean? And I, I could not get out of my head. I got home. I left work early because it started bothering me at work. I left work early and I got home and I just, I started cleaning up. And I was like, and I told, I was like, I don't even feel like doing this shit. But I didn't do it because I had to, because nothing was really dirty. I just was doing it to kind of take my mind off things. And I was like, let me repot this plant. And I didn't repot the plant because I was like, I really don't even feel like doing this shit. And I don't know if I want this plant in this pot or if I want it. Then I was like, damn, normally repotting my plants is something that like mm -hmm. eases me. And yeah. I'm not even, I'm not even enjoying this. Like this is a chore. And I'm like, all right, well, let me just, and I keep trying to talk myself out of it. But every time I I do another activity the thing that's eating at me just keep talking to me to the point where I, I wasn't playing around when I said my medication was weed and not because I normally don't smoke on a weekday and I was like yo I gotta get out of my head and I and I tried to FaceTime my friend and she didn't answer and I was like I, all right well I tried to you know get out of my head by talking to somebody else so then I was like I gotta let me just self-medicate and I smoked and I felt so much better I got so out of my head and I just let go and I released it. And then my friend called me back and now I don't want to talk about the shit no more because I'm high. Mm. So like once my boyfriend came home and my high went down a little bit and he was like, yo, what's up with you? How was your day? Blah, blah, blah. And then he asked me about like the situation because it's like an ongoing situation. 
And then I casually, because it wasn't so like, it was it didn't feel as heavy. So I was able to casually have the conversation with him. And so because I didn't when I had when I had the conversation with him, it didn't seem like a thing where when I called my friend, it was absolutely gonna be a thing. Like, listen to this, how you feel, you know what I mean? It's like me casually having a conversation after I like wind down or whatever. I felt so much better. And I I went back to cleaning, but I, I started cleaning because like now I got energy and I felt like it. But I had to stop and I had to thank him. I was like, thank you for that conversation. Like, I feel good. Like, I feel so much better. And the thing, this thing has been weighing on me since Monday. Mm. And I'm like, I had to thank him. Like, yo, I needed you in that moment and didn't even know it because I just released it because I smoked. And I felt like... It just was what it was at that point. But, but I still, still needed, needed to, to get, get it, it off. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the key right there. Like, that's the best thing you did because all of that is you experiencing it. All of that is you fighting mm-hmm. back. But you had to, you got to feel it and you got to go through it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. thing is, is like, especially in this social media culture, social media society, you know, we got people in comments. Mm-hmm. We got people just saying whatever. And they don't actually go through shit. They yeah. just see it happening. Cancel culture. They see it happen. They see Aisha Carey talking about, all right, I'm. this is this and this marriage, right? This is what's happening. This is how I feel. And they automatically assume, oh, well, Steph is not doing something. Oh, or she wants to cheat. Oh, this, that, and the third. I had two questions. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you think about your family in terms of the repercussions? And, well, who do you really want attention from? Right. I, I, and I think those are valid questions because that's what she said. That that's literally it. That's how I think about it. Now, I mean, I, you know, Jasmine, you look like you got something to say. What's up? <laughs> no, I was just I mean, I everything that I said I already said as far as like who wants um like who she wants attention from. I think it goes back to what I said originally. It's nice to get attention from anyone. Literally mm-hmm. anyone. Yeah. Anyone. Literally. But, yeah, but uh, back to the. I wouldn't say that. Okay, you don't think so? I don't. I don't think so. I I, I, don't, I wouldn't say literally anyone because there there are some people that you you take offense when when certain people look at you and and find you attractive. Like it's like like ill like. Okay. Like, like, like no, no, for real. Like no, like, I see what you say. Yeah, no, nah. I get it, but the ill is just funny. Nah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, no I, bullshit. Sometimes you do be I like, see what you say. Yeah. Okay, an attractive guy. Yeah, is her compliment. Right, right, right. Whatever, it, it, but it, not necessarily like, NBA level. Not, not, <laughs> it not, be, not it can be a regular dude. But, but it's you just said attractive guy. It's it's someone who you naturally would seek attention from because you find that person attractive. Yeah. Somebody that nah, because I mean, gay niggas have compliments to me, and I'm not gay at all, and it should still make me feel good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it has yeah. nothing to do with me. Compliments, being to them. compliments, still, as yeah. long as as long as they're delivered respectfully yeah. and in the in the in the right way, like it don't to me, it don't matter. Bro, there was this gay yeah. dude I went to high school with. Yo, that nigga used to compliment my eyebrows, bro. <laughs> but this was this was years ago. He's like, my I'm a little scruffy right now, but yeah. he used to comment my eyebrows randomly, like we was in school and shit. Yo, that shit just made me feel good. But you, you know, know what? Saying? Compliments are very difficult to take to accept. And I, it is, and you had to grow into it. You really you had, had to, to grow, grow into, into it. it. It's funny because even Rachel now, like she'll say, like she'll give me a compliment. I mean, man, shut up, bro. leave me alone. Well, we don't and know she, how to. And she be like, "Why you always get yeah, so weird?" When we I, always like, do it's that. Just weird. You know what? During um, one of my life coaching modules or whatever. We had to we had to pick a partner randomly, not knowing what the subject, not knowing what we were about to do. So we had to randomly pick a partner, and then when we found out when we, when we found out what the what the exercise was, mm-hmm. 
Um, we had to, for 25 seconds straight, I had to, I had to give you nothing but compliments. And then when the 25 seconds were over, you had to give me nothing but compliments. And we had to stand there and accept them and look you in your eye and listen to every, you know what I mean? Mm. And it was like, God, that shit breaks you the fuck (laughs) down. It's weird. You know what I mean? Because these are people that like, I have relate, not relationships, but like, I know them based on, Cause we had to do mad modules, and I want to say this was after nine weeks, like knowing them for about half a year. So it's not like this is like I'm complimenting you now based on opinions that I've seen you, how you carry yourself, how you look, what you're dressed like, or whatever. So I would literally have to stand in front of you and be like, "I love your confidence in wearing your natural hair. I love your trans your your translucent glasses. I love you know what I mean, like." And we had to like just say it for, and you had to look at me and you see now how your mood just changed. <laughs> literally, right, but did you see yeah, that? Yeah, did yeah. you see what just happened? Like yeah. I looked at Jasmine and I said two things. And like Jasmine, I think your smile is absolutely beautiful. You know what I mean? And now you're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. You know it's what real. I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's so hard for us to stomach, but we have to learn how to be that because like now when you get when you receive compliments, they they you appreciate them on a whole different level and, and that's why it doesn't I thought, just go in one ear and yeah, out and that's why i thought people were just acting like like su- subhuman like the yeah. superhuman where like i don't like comments it doesn't matter i don't give up it's like bro that's not why true. do you need yeah. that's that's not, outside that's of your not, relationship that's not, that's not Yo, that true. that shit matters most true, all, everybody what's that you, word toxic everybody toxic you know all how them, to, all them the, broke insecure as i feel like you shit. know how to turn that shit on and you know how to turn that shit off like what ben ben like the type of attention that you want for yourself. Oh. And I say that because I know that I'm an attractive female. And I know that I can dress a certain way. And if I dress a certain way, I know to expect a certain kind of attention. Sponsor. But because I'm not in that element where I feel like I'm right now, right now, that's not to say that I've always been that way. But right now where I'm at now, I am in a position where I don't need external validation or I don't need external compliments. I don't need it to feel good. good yeah. I don't need now, don't get me wrong. That day that I was feeling like shit and unexpectedly, people started telling me how they how they felt about me. My nigga, that shit felt amazing. That literally felt like I was getting roses while still being alive. Mm. I was receiving things that I did not ask for. You know what I mean? And this was shit like, yo, we got your back. Like, I'm here for you. Take your time. Or whatever. Like, I fuck with your energy. And those were my favorite. I fuck with your energy. Your energy is amazing. It's amazing. Do whatever you got to do to recharge yourself. Like, that was all the shit that... Just knowing that people... When I kept expressing gratitude that day, that was coming from a place of like, yo, I fuck with y'all for fucking with me no matter how I present myself to y'all. You know what I mean? So I told... So Corey was like, yo, I felt like... I feel like it was a certain part, a certain part of time in our relationship where... You would send me pictures, and this was before we was together. So he was right about this because I was doing it on purpose. Because I, we both was in a place where we didn't want to be in a relationship, but like he was still my nick. Like I fucked with him, so I would send him pictures of of like me being out, and then the fact that he's not on Instagram or whatever. Like pictures that I would post on Instagram, I would like send him or whatever, and so he would see it as like me being out somewhere and actually being dressed or whatever. He was like, "Yo, I felt like you would like." where like you would be slick as shit when you wasn't around me and then you would get around me and you just be mad regular and I was like no you're right or whatever but it's I told him that like 
even now in this relationship, to me, sometimes I don't like, he likes to see me in like form fitting dresses and like, you know, showing off my figure and stuff like that. And I'm like, I feel so secure in our relationship that I don't want that attention when I'm out other places because it's uncomfortable right now. Like I, I love what we have and I love us and I don't, I don't be feeling like it. Sometimes all that attention is exhausting. Like it's exhausting because, especially because I'm not, I don't carry niggas. I'm not like ignoring niggas. Like, uh, no, I got a boyfriend. <laughs> like that's not me. Right. I'm absolutely a hundred percent. Thank you. I'm absolutely a hundred percent. What's your name? You got a man. Oh, you got a man. Like I'm telling niggas my name and I'm telling them I'm answering their questions. Like, oh, I feel like we should, we could do lunch sometime. My response is we probably could do lunch sometime, but I'm, I'm not interested in having lunch with you. You know mm. what I mean? Like I like to let people know that like, I'm not interested based on the fact that like, I'm not fucking interested. Right. I'm not interested because I got a nigga. I'm just not interested because, like, I'm just not fucking interested. So, like, I tell him that, like, it's times when, like, I don't want to be overly in a skin tight or overly sexy because I don't want that attention because I know what kind of attention that brings. But sometimes if it's a night when I'm out, when, you know, I'm out and I'm like, today? Oh, no, but today? I want to be motherfucking <laughs> I'm fuck cute. Up. I'm fucking them up tonight, right? And it's like, all right. <laughs> I did all my system now. Yeah, back to regular shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so I do got a question for y'all. This is going back to the to the original conversation that we had, even though we never even put a cap on the on the question <laughs> I have for y'all the first time. But how, what's the difference between a need and a desire? And what 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 do you mean? Like, I think people were kind of confusing what Aisha said. Like she said, you know, she wants to feel desired, and then some people were saying, well, you know, she has a need for attention, or she needs like she she's projecting that she needs. Attention from men. Do you think there's a difference between needing attention or desiring attention? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a yeah, just in well, a difference. Yeah, just in the definition of the word, like like need needing attention means you you absolutely have to have it in or order, else. yeah, in order to sustain like uh, a healthy position in your life. Whereas a desire, it's like that it would be, be nice. nice to have, mm-hmm. but I can do without mm-hmm. it and still be good. And I think that's where she's at. And I thought so too. I just wanted to flesh that out because I think I was hearing mixed signals from people people's responses. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's a great it's a great area. It is. It's, it's, a, it's a great area. I think. Go ahead, Jess. Oh, I think she needs a. I think she needs affirmation. I think her desire is for it to come outside of okay. stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah. I I mean, even you can look at it in any kind of form. So in my previous job where I supported other people, I desired gratitude. Mm. I didn't need it because I knew I was in a thankless job and I'm going to get paid regardless. Like my pay is not going to go up or go down whether you tell me thank you or not. I desired it a lot. I desired it. I desired gratitude. I desired somebody to tell me I'm doing a good job. I desired, you know what I mean? Thank yous. I desired awards and recognitions. And I knew that I was doing my best. I didn't need it for me to feel like I needed to, I didn't need the recognition in order for me to do my best. I was going to do my best regardless, but I absolutely desired it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, think, I think the one of the best things Brio said earlier was the fact that like there, she has no need now for external validation. And 
when you get to that point where I, I, I call it a level of maturity, when you get to that point where you literally can wake up, look in the mirror and feel good without having to go through the whole thought process of, man, I wonder if people will mm-hmm. think I'm attractive mm-hmm. today versus when you just don't feel like mm-hmm. fucking it up. Right. But let's be fair. I don't have children. I'm not married. You know what I mean? So I get it. But how I but feel now could absolutely change it, after my first child. I, you know? Yeah. But it, it's, it still speaks to the fact that like that that work, that's where I see her progressing. Where she can look in the mirror because she's gone like like we said, boob job, right? She, but that's where she was she before. Yeah, she well she she that came was, out with it recently and said that due due to um, her insecurities and postpartum. Yeah, she had she, a, um, a breast and, augmentation, and the, the surgeon fucked it up. Yeah, oh, so it was a, wow. it was a botched. Oh, it, it, okay. it was a botched job. So, but, but but before her boob job, that's when she said the thing about like I only get sexy for my man, right? Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Where I'm at a place right now, I'm not going through postpartum. I haven't had kids. So I'm, I'm not okay. married. Yeah. So you're you're exactly where she was yeah and so where i am right now and that's why i said it's fair to say right if i have children who's to say that i won't feel exactly and that's why that's that's why and then she got the boob chop after she had kids and that's why i said that that's where i see her progression is most needed because when she can get back to that point where she can look at herself in the mirror and be good with herself then she'll still continue to have these issues like this. Well, uh, let's. I think I, I'm gonna jump out on a limb. I'm gonna jump on a limb here. I can't back this up with facts, but I would imagine that most women, in particular, who have had children, go through that. Yeah, yes. I, I mean, yeah. I I'm, not, I'm, not, me I'm, right not, now, I'm not discounting that. I'm not discounting that. Yeah. Me right that, now, but I'm just saying the, that's where she needs to get to. Unaffected body. Me right now, with like no children, no surgery, right. whatever. Yeah. Like me right now, I don't, I don't condemn anybody for plastic surgery, but me right now where I am, I feel like I don't need it. Yes. There are things about myself that I don't like, but I'm okay with because for one, there are things about me genetically that I don't like. If I was to fix, I'm still going to see those things in my children. So I'm not going to fix them. I'm going to embrace them. Because I know when I have kids, they're going to have the same fucking thing that I don't like Mm. or whatever, right? So I personally am not a fan of like plastic surgery or whatever. However, I am not opposed after I have, after I'm finished having children, if because I like my breast nail, TMI, whatever. I like my breast nail. I like my, I like my figure nail, right? And so I know that shit changes. For the better and or for the worse after you after you produce a whole nother human being. If I don't like my boobs after I had my last child, guess up, what? I'm lifting them bitches. <laughs> I'm lifting them because I'm not pack, like that's something genetically that I'm just not gonna pass down. Right. That's also something that like it's it, it's like it doesn't define me. It's just it's, it's just it's it, like it, after nature yeah, and children, has, exactly. but like my like, physical features that define who I am my nose, my eyes, my forehead, my, everything, all of this that is who I am. When you, my big ass eyes, my nigga, I've had big ass <laughs> eyes for 31 years. At 33, I'm not about to pull back my eyelids. You feel me? Like, 
I'm not about to make my lips small, smaller or my nose smaller or make my cheekbones bigger because when I have my baby, my baby is going to have big-ass eyelids, big-ass lips, a big-ass nose, and small cheekbones. And, and niggas is still going to want her. I think the bi- the biggest conclusion that I, I came to with this whole situation is that I personally, I probably couldn't, <laughs> I probably couldn't date a girl that didn't go through a whole phase. Yo, because I, like, I feel like one hundred her being with Curry since she was fifteen, man. The way you view life at fifteen and thirty one is completely different. Yo, you know what I'm saying? The, like the just, way you view life, the way you view yourself, twenty three and thirty three is huge. Different. It's huge. So I personally probably couldn't necessarily date or go, you know, marry a woman that haven't that hasn't found herself. I think the last thing I want to do is marry somebody in the midst of them trying to find themselves. Yep. I said I, it that before. Is, that shit is scary. I said it before, and that I'll shit say is super it again. Scary. 2015 was one of the best years I ever had. <laughs> and you probably and find I yourself- mean that in a sense of like the best work. Like I did a lot of dumb shit in 2015. But that's because I got out of a relationship yep. in 2014. And I got I graduated college in a relationship, right? And so oh, like yeah. I was in a relationship <laughs> being somebody that I felt like I needed to, to be. be. Versus the woman like, that you actually needed to, the things that you had to do to become the woman that you actually yo, are. I needed, I needed that relationship, yeah. and I needed the breakup. Mm. I needed both of those things to be exactly who I am now. Because who I am now, I motherfucking love me right now. Yeah. But I could not say the same thing in 2014 because yeah, I, I had to. Yeah, no, nah, I, I had to <laughs> one up that because. When I graduated from college, I did the same thing. I was in a three-year relationship. Mine's and in it three went, and a half. Yeah, and it went from college to... Adult, adult, like that transition yes. from like... And we like lived together for yep. a year. Mm-hmm. We even talked about a marriage, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like got very close. Yep. And at first, when I could tell that it was ending, and that goes back to like, you know, what do you do when it's ending thing? Like, I was thinking, oh man, I was worried. And when we were in it, too, I wasn't paying attention to if I got attention. Mm. I can say that legitimate the whole three years. I was if seeking somebody at the, Towards the end of my relationship, I was absolutely seeking that attention. I, I wasn't... Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. Mm-hmm. And so then as we were starting to get... Because, you know, like towards the end, you'll get into like, oh, I think we're going to break up, but then we're not. We're going to yeah. break up, then we're not. And we will have those periods where it's like, okay, we're broken up. And I would get attention. And I'd be like, oh, wait a minute. I forgot about how, I forgot how this feels. <laughs> you, like you step out. You step outside with your homegirls. You be like, right? Hold up. Wait. I low-key bad. What you mean? What? You stop this shit. This is what y'all bitches doing? You should be right. What you that walk through the door on the on the gym and be like, what you prancing in? Look, that was me. Yeah, that's like, I mean, I got a man, but <laughs> look, okay, y'all niggas. But, but that's that, real. But that's real. And then you when it I mean? and when it ended, and then I was like, okay, and then I got the rhythm of being single. Now I've been single for five years. I was like, where this single shit is? <laughs> look, for real, who I am now as a person. Like I could get in a relationship now and be fine, but like who mm. I am now as a person that I've had that period after being in a long relationship like it's just completely it's like different going through that relationship and then the breakup and now understanding what it means to really be single your expectations and what you want in a partner are completely different Absolutely. and i i said to myself 
Absolutely. It, it's going to take a special nigga to fuck with me because I'm not changing things. Yeah. You absolutely have to compromise in a relationship, but you don't have to comp- compromise yourself. No. And so I was like, <laughs> it's absolutely going to take a special nigga for, to understand me and what I, what like I adapt to, what I gravitate towards. Like, yo, I was like, I'm not letting go of certain friendships. I'm not yep. letting go of certain relationships. I'm not doing that to make you feel secure because that just means it's something else that can come along that can make you it's feel never gonna, and It's never going to be enough. It's shit. never going to be enough exactly. if I have to let go so a piece I, of me. Yep, exactly. So yeah. then I stop. You're not going to make me feel guilty for, for going out. You're not going to make me feel guilty for hanging out with who I want to hang out with. Whether I hang out with a hoe, whether I hang out <laughs> with niggas, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, let me make that own decision for me. If I feel like that's disrespectful to our relationship, I'm going to make that adjustment. If I feel like that's not healthy for our relationship, I'm going to make that adjustment. You know what I mean? But I was like, it's def- it's absolutely... I was like, I don't want to be in a relationship with a nigga that I find att- attractive and we click and now we go together. I want to be in a in a lifetime, in a lifelong partnership with my motherfucking nigga. And I feel blessed and grateful. I don't want Sierra's prayer. I don't want Yana <laughs> Taylor's prayer. I don't want none of them bitches' prayers because I just want it to be with my friend. I don't want to walk in the house and feel dangerously in love and helpless. Girl, I don't yes. want that. I was like, I, before I got in my relationship, my current relationship, I was like, I don't know what it feels like to be in love. And I said that to him. I said that to my best friend. I was like, I don't know. I asked him. I did surveys and shit. I was like, what does being in love feel like to you? Like, have you ever been in love? What did it feel like? And I was like, I don't think I had. I don't. I don't think I've ever had that. And now I see what it means. I see what it feels like to be in love. And it's my own definition of being in love. I love coming home to the person that I come home to and we may not even kiss that day. We may just talk. It's literally normally when people like you go on vacation with your boyfriend or girlfriend, you're in this hotel room and all you thinking of is like how many times we're going to fuck. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like we're on vacation. We're in a bed that we never slept in and you're looking at the window. Yep. That's a fuckable location. You're looking at, the ottoman that's a fuckable location you're looking at you know what i mean you're looking at all these places that and it's been mad vacations that me and my boyfriend have gone in to have gone to and we've you know spent like two or three days there and we didn't even have sex bro not because there isn't an intimacy or whatever but we wake up we'll wake up on a saturday morning or on a sunday morning and we'll lay in a bed and we just talk you know it's funny it's funny because when you describe your relationship that that reminds me a, a lot of me and my ex Rachel. Um, oh my god <laughs> yeah you gotta stop calling her your ex she come down here she the one that said she brought over with me so i'm, I'm gonna fuck y'all up. yeah she's gonna beat your ass yeah, but, no it's cute because it's funny and we know that y'all, right, y'all know yeah, what it is yeah. but you know what i'm saying but either way but yeah. it's the same exact thing like you know we've been hella places together and a lot of times we just kicking it just kicking like that's my and nigga yo, like it ain't it, that and that yeah. that's, that's right it. there that, that was what it. i wanted right. for, that Absolutely. was what i wanted in a partner i didn't give a fuck about like yo i want to be with somebody that like makes me feel complete and makes right. me feel that's whole the, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. no i want to be with somebody that i can kick it with that mm-hmm. i can cuz to be honest on a day-to-day basis you going to work i'm going to work and we coming home and we got to be around each other 
And I want to be able to be around you. I want to be a yo. Yesterday, I kicked it with my nigga. Like, oh, let me tell and you I ha- we have our separate spaces. Like, my space is the loft. And sometimes, if I don't want to be bothered, I make it my business to go to the loft before he gets home, so that he knows it's kind of like a hint, hint. I'm in my space. Like. He, he'll come up and he'll speak to me and he'll fuck with me real quick and then he'll go back downstairs and he just know I don't want to be bothered. Well, I thought that was what I wanted yesterday. And so I was in my space. I was in the loft. I was high. I was chilling. And I kept looking down there to him and he just down there watching the, the basketball game. And then I turned off my TV and then I went down there and I jumped on him and I was playing around and, you know, it was like, damn, this, this whole time me being the... I, you know, I love being by myself. So me feeling like I needed that moment of solitude, I was like, I guess I didn't really need solitude today. Mm. I really just need to kick it with my nigga. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, that's the type of thing that I yearn for and I need out of a relationship. I thought I needed attention. I don't. I just mm. need for you to understand. I just need for you to understand sometimes I need attention and sometimes I just need to be the fuck right, by myself. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's always very interesting to me when people describe their relationships. You know what I mean? Like, and I can tell how somebody's relationship is really going by how they describe yeah, it. And I me often too, say me like, too. if you don't describe your relationship like that, like yeah. you're kicking it with your homie, like that's, to me, that's what a relationship is about. Like, or you, or I just if your energy man. doesn't change, yeah. if your levels don't change when you're yeah. talking about that, that other person. person. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like you said, it's not necessarily about feeling complete, but it's like having somebody that you truly like a partner with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could get wings and watch a UFC fight. Yeah. Or we go outside and fucking, you know, play basketball. Or we could, do, or we we could be paint sexual together. as fuck in the jacuzzi, all of in the jacuzzi that, you know and then it's, go home and fuck. It's all of it. You all know of what it. I mean? and, and when I hear people talk about the relationships and I only hear like one thing, uh, I'm like, damn, what about this? What about mm-hmm. the rest of it? Like, dude, is that truly somebody that you Yo, said you know embodies what's crazy? that love? Yeah. But, and I'm asking you this yeah. because you are in a relationship mm-hmm. and you have these different experiences and you're experiencing the type of things that I'm experiencing that I'm experiencing emotionally and like energetically or whatever. When you see other couples, can you, can you feel, can you feel whether they're happy or not? A hundred percent. Me too. A hundred percent of the time. Like you can kind of feel whether they're going to last or not. Bro, I can look at somebody. Oh shit, I'm single and I can feel that. Yeah. You can see Well then that's you being secure in yourself. It doesn't, it it honestly doesn't take for you to be in a relationship. But like. You can tell by how how they speak to each other, how they look at Mm -hmm. each other. You can sometimes even tell like how they walk into the door. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. How they it, take it, a how, picture? It's certain things like mm-hmm. if we all drinking and getting food, you could kind of see how like that even that energy shifts mm-hmm. or how often they on their phone or not. Like yep. it, it's so many cues. I'm like, man, I don't know if they're gonna last, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even in the funny thing is, even when people are in relationships that they're truly truly in love with, they kind of start. They look the part. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like. They they look they look so energetic they look so happy and other times you be around people they look like they drain with each other yeah. and it, it happens right there's times where you, nobody's relationship is perfect there's times where your boyfriend drains you they it, oh, it, it happens you know what I mean but I ask him I I be like what was the last time I got on your but nerves? you don't wear it. Yeah, yeah. You don't That's wear it. That's my fucking nigga. You don't yeah. wear it. Some people wear that shit. Yeah. It's like, man, you need you need to go ahead and hit that exit because yeah. it, it, you getting fucked up through this. You know what I mean? It, you you definitely say you a hundred percent say it. Wow, yeah. what an episode! I don't know what the fuck we end up talking about, but I mean, yeah. it's it's just you know that we'll we'll say something and then Always we pull life all the I'll way into that I, shit. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, 
Um, what's our where? What are we? Where are we on time? We about two hours, nigga. I'm not listening to no two hour long. <laughs> we had two hours. We gotta <laughs> chop this shit up. Um, but look. I don't know if y'all got any other topics you want to hit on. Jasmine. We don't need to put yo. Nobody's listening to a two hour long. Oh no, nah, we, we definitely gonna get hella episodes to just watch. We always say when we have like re- we know when we have really strong episodes, mm-hmm. we gonna get some good feedback with this one. I guarantee. All right. Listen, Jasmine, thank you for coming through. I really appreciate yeah, you it. Should, you know you should saying? come around more often. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, yeah, shout out your podcast. Yes, just call it brunch. We're on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. We will definitely have you on. <laughs> Faux show. <laughs> we will have you on. Yes, we will we're recording the episode, just call it brunch, um, on Sunday and then it'll probably be out within a week or two. A week or two, guys. How often y'all have We'll talk about out? that afterwards. We'll talk about <laughs> that afterwards. Are y'all doing a little pause or hiatus or something? We we come out about once a month because schedules. No, weird. that's real. That's real. Yeah, we we once a month. That's our little thing. Which is good. Which is good for y'all. You know, that's a good cadence because we all know that you're super busy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, clearly she was in L. A. And then uh, how many? That. What flights? Just next, number eighteen. Next month she going to fourteen. <laughs> no, 14? Remember, I'm on fourteen. Is it fourteen a year? It's like fourteen for the since January. Okay, right. all right. Flight. Maybe yeah, I should count mine. <laughs> you should. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you probably up there no, too low key. You know, you're I'm scared to count mine. Well, look, Hello. man, it was definitely... It was like 60 last year. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's lit. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's lit. That's crazy. Do, do you count the round trip as one flight or... Every no. plane like, is every, one. Every, every plane, plane is, is a flight. Yeah, every plane oh, is one. Oh, shit. No, yeah. I ain't counting mine. Yeah, every that's all. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, look, y'all got any uh, part of my bullshit for the week? Uh, I was going to do a part of my breakthrough, but I'm not... I'm going to save it because I think it's a little extensive. Okay. But <laughs> what I would... I'm, matter of fact, I'm not going to tell the story. I'm just going to oh. give you the solution. So the formula, yes, okay. the for, oh, yeah, yes, nah, the formula. You get, yeah, you gotta say this shit. Yeah. So I'm not gonna give you the story, like I said. I'm just gonna give you basically the conclusion, and I'll give you a brief synopsis. So I had someone literally schedule time with me, and say, "Come talk to me at 11:15," and he wanted. This is a mid 50 year old black male, and he was like, "Yo." I basically need to break it off with this lady that I'm seeing, with this woman that I'm seeing or whatever. And I, you know, I asked him the right questions to see what was going on, how he was feeling, why he wanted to break it off or whatever. And essentially he just was in a space. I, After listening to him, because he made it seem like he was just unhappy with where he was. But after listening to him, I realized that based on me asking him the right questions and really, really listening to understand what he was saying, I felt like that he only got in the relationship because he was yearning for old things to be back to how they were. Mm-hmm. So basically, he he had taken in his mom. He had a he lived a certain life and lifestyle before his mom got sick. And then when his mom got sick, he moved her in and he put a lot of things on pause. And then after she passed away, I felt like he was in this period of like he wanted his old life back. Mm-hmm. So he was doing things from his old life. But they weren't aligning with where he were, where he is currently or whatever. And one of those things was the lady. So he had dated the lady in the past and it didn't work out. So he reached out to the lady and they started dating again or whatever. And then ultimately he, he realized that, no, nah, this really isn't for me. So he felt bad with wanting to break, up, break it off with her, especially because he was the one that reached out to her to reconnect or whatever. So he was like, you know, I'm just unhappy, like... You know, I just I just don't want to be in it. I feel stuck and I don't feel connected or whatever. So we had to 
figure out a way for him to have this conversation with this lady or whatever, right? So we came up with this formula. So the formula was, um, give me a second, because I had, yo, we literally wrote it on the whiteboard in my office, which is tight. And I was like, I needed to let me erase this or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he took a picture of it and he was like reciting that shit. It was so cute. But so his thing was, because he was the one that reached out to the lady, um, I the formula that I had for him was in the beginning. So basically, so it's in the beginning, dot, 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 however, dot, 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 therefore. So it's in the beginning, which is set your intentions where you were in the beginning. So um, I, I approached you because I felt like, you know, we had something when we dated previously and I definitely wanted to explore that. And I had these intentions or expectations of where I wanted it to go. However, and then the however is what, what you feel currently where you are. However, I am unhappy or I feel like whatever. And I was like, when you say the however or I feel I am, you talk about yourself. You talk about you. You talk about your feelings because you can't. What do I say? Argue feelings. You can't tell somebody how they feel. You, you cannot argue, argue feelings. Yeah. So when I say at this point, when you say however, it is not you don't talk about the other person's actions because then they get defensive. You don't talk about, you know, what they did wrong. That should already happen. You just talk about how you feel. However, I am unhappy because I'm unhappy, etc. I'm uncomfortable with whatever. And then therefore, therefore is the conclusion of what you want as a result of this conversation. So therefore, I feel like we need to work on our communi- our communication skills or therefore. But in his case, it was therefore. I feel like we need to, you know, bring this relationship to an end. And so when he was talking about it, he was like, at this time, in this moment, current. And I was like, you're putting you're putting timestamps on things. You don't want to end it with the awkward because you don't know what else to say. So you say at this time. Mm. Nigga, well, what about next time? Like, you know what I mean? Stop putting the time on things. Like, just come out and be comfortable in an awkward silence, in an awkward pause. Like, I just feel like I don't want to do this no more. Pause. And I was like, even if you physically have to say, or you literally have to say pause in your mind, pause. Because that is a moment of her reflecting on what you just said, and she's taking it in. So don't, because at that, after you say what you want to say, and it's, uh, awkward silence you feel like you gotta just keep throwing and shit and that makes it worse so just pause and take a moment and give her a second to take in what you just said and he's like well she's gonna say this she's gonna ask me this and I was like well be prepared to answer those questions if you want to but you don't have to cause this ultimately is as much as we say oh it's not you it's me ultimately it's not about them it's about you and what you want you have to do what you want to, to be happy for your own self so he was like, so the next day I was like, how did the conversation go? And he was like, yo, that shit was so easy. Because he <laughs> asked me like, well, where where should it be? And you know me. I'm like, well, I did do some research about where's the best place to have difficult conversations. And you, you should probably do it over food because food is naturally comforting. Like it, it can be public or it can be private, but wherever food is naturally com- comforting. And if you have food and drinks in front of you, it's a distraction if you don't know what else to say. So if, I, if you're talking to me and I'm like starting to get uncomfortable, I can take a sip. Mm-hmm. Or it's really... 
it's really hard for me to be upset with somebody when I got a good ass plate of food in front of me. So he actually like, they were supposed to go out, but she was like running late for work or whatever. So he had brought food over and he, he broke it down to me. He was like, you know, we ate and we talked about things that happened or whatever. And then, cause he was like, well, when is a good time? And I was like, don't force it whenever it just feels like it's a good time for you to throw it out there or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he was like, because uh, I was like, it's never a good time to do anything uncomfortable. It's mm-hmm. never a right time to have a baby. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, um, I was like, don't force it. Just be natural about it. So he brought, he was like, he brought it up when she talked about doing some type of couples event or something. And he was like, you know, I've been meaning to talk to you about something. Wow. And he said he, in that moment, because I was like, you can't approach somebody with like, yo, I want to talk to you about something. Defense. You want to talk to me about something? I don't know what it is. I'm throwing up defense. Um, so I was like, you have to set your intent. You can't just come right out with the conclusion. Like, yo, I want to break up defense. I'm throwing up defense. The fuck what you mean? You want to break up? So you, you set the intention or like the expectations that you had. And unfortunately it didn't pan out that way. But in a moment, this is why I feel that I'm having, this is why I feel the way I feel. You can't argue feelings. So therefore in conclusion to how I feel, I feel as though. As a result of everything that's happening, you know, I want to break up or whatever. And then it's not a in this moment or at this time or right now, or whatever, because you don't want to put that time period or that time stamp on anything. So you just get you just kind of cut straight to the point, but you don't have to be harsh or brutal about it. You take everything, everybody's feelings into consideration. And now it's like, it's your turn to speak. How do you feel about whatever I just said or whatever? Give them that moment of silence and that moment of like taking in everything that you just said or whatever. So he was like, she was laying on the couch and like underneath a, 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 um, a blanket. And she was just kind of laying there and he was like, she didn't say anything. And she, she was like, okay. And then he was like, then I was like, the fuck you mean? Okay. Whatever. <laughs> but she was like, he was like, he did, she did ask, like, if you don't mind me asking, what are you unhappy with or whatever? And I told him, cause he brought it up. Like, well, she's probably going to ask, what are you unhappy with? So I asked him, I said, think about the question. What are you unhappy with? And he was like, well, you know, it's things personally, like within myself that I, you know, I'm, I'm unhappy with. And he told me, but he told, he also told me that he was uncomfortable with sharing that information with her. And I was like, you seem comfortable with telling me that you were uncomfortable with sharing that information with her. So you need to find comfort in telling her that you're uncomfortable with sharing that information with her. Not everybody needs to know everything. So he said, when she asked him, well, if you don't mind me asking, what are you uncomfortable with? He said, well, thank you for asking. However, there's personal things that I just don't feel comfortable. And she was like, oh, okay. And And so he was like, you know, after they, that they had that conversation. He um took her trash out, set the alarm for her, left, told her have a good night or whatever. And he said he called she called him an hour later and made a joke, made light of the situation. Like, um, you know, I was waiting for you to see Avengers and now, you know, since we're not together anymore, does that does that mean I can <laughs> go see the Avengers or whatever? And so he kind of laughed it off. And so he was like, you know, what do I do if she reaches out to me or whatever? Because I was like, well, first of all, it seems like you cord- y'all cordial now. But I was like, what do you want to do? Do you, do you want to be friends with her? Do you want, do you care if she reaches out to you? 
do you want to reach out to her? I was like, it's not, I can't give you these answers just like I couldn't give you the answers before. Like it's in you. And that honestly, that's what coaching is. Like we just help you find the answers within yourself. And I know that sounds mad cliche, but really you don't commit to the solutions or the resolutions unless it comes from your from yourself. Mm-hmm. If I tell you go do this, you'll be like, I don't feel like doing that shit. But if you if you come up with it yourself, you'll be like, yeah, you mad motivated to do it. And you like, yeah, I feel good about it or whatever. And that was really what happened. And to me, I felt mad good about that. That's my part in my breakthrough. That That's was me questioning whether I should pursue something that I've already invested in and i kind of got like the reassurance that like nah like you're mad good at this whether you went through training a lot or not it's something that you should pursue or whatever so he keep coming in my office like oh i told you about what happened right now like dog so like he's like man like i don't know how how i'm be able to repay you for this and i told you like i wanted to work with men because men don't ask for help and that right. I, I was like i want to Make myself available for men because they never ask for help. But we as women, they we're always looking at self help, you know, books and self help, self help methods and stuff like that. So just the fact that I could get through to like, or not get through, but I could be of assistance to like this middle aged black man, mad like women are crazy. She's going to keep doing this and she's going to keep saying this. And she came back and said, none of it. I said, yo, when you make it something, it's going to be something. Mm. If you don't make it something, it's just going to be like a regular conversation. I was like, you can't just approach somebody with like, yo, we need to talk. My fucking defense is going up or you can't be like, I want to break break up with you because my nigga, all I heard was I want to break up with you. Everything that comes afterwards is null and void because now I gotta de- I gotta defend myself because I feel like you're trying to play me, and I was like, when you don't approach it in that in that space, like you don't make it a thing. It's not she's not she's not gonna make it a thing, and because he didn't make it a thing, because he approached it with like, you know, gratitude, like in the beginning, you know what I mean. This was really what I wanted. Like I didn't come here to play with you or whatever. I was like, when you set your intentions and you let and you reassure people that I'm not here to play with you and I'm not fucking around it's just unfortunate that, that the shit didn't work out they respect you you know what i mean he was like well what if she be like well you just want to go out and be a hoe i was like well low-key like you do and it's nothing <laughs> right it's nothing wrong with that right but like and you're letting her know that like that is something and that i just want to be out here but that, i don't want to hurt right. you in the process right. and that's respectable and people have to learn how to accept that and it's not rejection. It's me respecting you enough to know that I don't want to hurt you. And I don't want to play with your emotions. And I don't want to play with your feelings. So that's my part of my breakthrough. Because I got the reassurance that I needed. And I wasn't even looking for it. That's dope. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Let me, I'm going to go real quick. Um, Mine is very, very quick. And it's very, very simple. Um, I don't like to use the word clout. I feel like niggas been using that shit. You know, over the last Migos year, Migos and uh, you know, Cardi. B- burning, burning. <laughs> is, that that. The, is that the uh, vibe of the day? I think that should be the doc. Do anything for clout. Is that so? Do anything for clout. Oh, who's that? You do anything for Nigga. It's Migos Cardi. and Cardi. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll throw that on here. No, hell no. What? It's not good? Uh, nigga, the fuck? I never heard it. <laughs> nah, we'll, we, we'll play we, it after. Well, either way. Part, isn't the video that Dayton brought up last episode when he was like, Cardi made the video to look just like Nikki. Oh, that's the joint yeah. you're talking yeah. about? Oh, okay, okay, I got you. Well, I don't like to use the word clout too often, um, but I've been noticing something, man. You know, 
Nipsey died uh, a month and a half ago, whatever, and there's been a lot, you know, of positivity, of outpouring, you know, people constantly um, posting, you know, his pictures, his old videos, songs, so on and so forth, just paying him um, respects. But I do feel like there's a level um, that certain that you shouldn't cross. And I feel like y'all man's dear brother, I believe his name is J.C. On. I believe that's the name. Oh, yeah. no, that ain't my man. Yeah, his Your name J.C. the game, I, I feel like he's he's definitely crossing the line. Uh, he's on this campaign where he posts, I think he actually created a hashtag, which is fucking weird to me. It's uh, something like post, post, post Nipsey every day till I die. Or something weird like that. So, what? I didn't even know that. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> do yourself a favor. Go to, go to the game's Instagram. It's uh, Los Angeles Confidential. Nah, I seen it. He literally posts Nipsey Hustle pictures all day, every day with super long captions. And it, it, it's getting out of hand, man. I think, you know, one or two, you know, show the man respect. You know, suppose, you know, he, he's making it seem like they was best friends. And I know that's, that's not what it is. And I, you can't tell anybody to mourn. But I feel like at this point, especially when it comes to creating the hashtag, the hashtag takes you directly to his page. It's, you're going to his page. He is such a unique. It's like post Dipsy Hustle every day till I die. And he puts it under everything. So obviously he wants it to trend or whatever the case may be, which leads you right back to his page. You know what I mean? He's doing that. I've seen him post a video of him crying, driving down the, the street, talking about, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where I'm going. I'm just driving and crying. It's like, bro, you pulled your camera out. Right. You put it on selfie mode. You <laughs> slid your thumb over till it said video and you hit the red button. And you start driving. And then you saved it. You went to your Instagram. You posted it. You put a caption on it and a filter. <laughs> and a filter. like Not a filter. Those aren't true emotions. Those aren't raw emotions, bro. Like, you curated that you, shit. <laughs> yes. You curated this. Okay. Go to go to Instagram. You see it. And the shit is, is, is getting weird to me. It's getting out of hand, man. And I'm like I said, I'm not telling anybody how to mourn or how to take on loss. But, bro, at this point, he's doing it for clout and it, and it's quite clear i saw uh infant stone who's who uh is jay stone on instagram he was one of nipsey's uh, artists that was um signed to um to marathon records or whatever the record label names I, I forgot he actually posted a picture of the game today on uh, with him and when you read the caption you could kind of see that he's trying to he's defending the game because nobody was saying anything at first but now if you go into the comments niggas is like bro enough is enough like you're doing the most you're doing too much so one of nipsey's artists actually posted a picture uh with with the game and he was basically telling a story about how um him and nipsey met the game for the very first time but you could tell that the energy was like all right i'm gonna post this I'm going to kind of justify a little bit of why he's been doing what he's doing. Maybe some of the fans will back back off a little bit and just chill out in his comments and chill out some of the trolling, kind of come to his defense. But I'm going to say right here, man, if you are clout chasing off of somebody's death, um, you are a different you are a different level of human to me. Yeah, I know people that literally do that. Like yeah. regular people that do it off of regular people. We we've we've talked about it. We've seen it experience with regular people, somebody doing it for clout because they know people are gonna go in their comments, they're gonna bring um attention their way. And that, that shit is weird. We've seen the yeah. game do tons and tons of things for attention, whether it's, you know, uh put out songs about Kim Kardashian who's whole married and got kids or um post uh what's the eggplant Fridays or whatever the fuck that was <laughs> that he was doing. You know what I mean? Like we've seen the game do this 
number of times. Like if he wasn't, if he was doing this and I didn't know his track record, then I would buy into it a little bit. But because I know that the game has done tons and tons of things for attention, I'm not buying this shit for nothing, man. Um, unfortunately, you know, you know, Nipsey died. You know, we all rest in peace, Nipsey. But you know, they they got to be another way to show love. You know what I'm saying? If you really want to keep his name. He Look. actually just did a post in Look response to it. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> in response to what? In response to people calling him out that he oh is posting God. every day. So now he said he's going to reduce it to Marathon Mondays. See, that's what I'm saying. And and, and you So know, now, why do you have to curate it? If this is coming from your heart, why do you have to curate it to Marathon Mondays? And uh, you want to know something? I guarantee, the, like I said, uh, Jay Stone was the one that posted the picture earlier. I guarantee you that they had a conversation with the game. And they say, yo, but you're doing a whole entire too much. And I've been saying it from the jump. You can check my Twitter. You can search my Twitter. You'll see that I've been calling out from the jump. And I noticed it, it, the buzz has been picking up the eye. Right, he's doing a lot. So I'm glad that he's acknowledging that you. I've been doing an absolute lot. And I'm going to reduce it. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, man. Yeah, absolutely. What's your PNB um truth? Can I can I piggyback That's off of that just for nah, a quick second? You can you can have it. Yeah. Okay. I was just gonna piggyback I'll, off I'll of end it. it off. Oh no, I was yeah, gonna do my God, you want me go to do, on God. You want me to do my PNB yeah, for you? Yeah, yeah you go here because that just looking like you ready to close the motherfucking show. <laughs> Look. <laughs> okay. God, Look, energy. Look at the energy. Right. Right. <laughs> well, what I was gonna say that was related to that, I was gonna be like, don't Look, if I ever die prematurely, <laughs> my friends that know me, if people out here and they be like they know me or whatever, yeah. y'all call Pull up on them. <laughs> you yeah. can play this back. Call them out. <laughs> call Absolutely. them out. Absolutely. Don't be like, Jasmine wouldn't want that. Jasmine's not petty. I'm petty. Adam. Call Adam. them out. Absolutely. I agree with <laughs> that. With the scissors. I agree with that. I agree yeah. with that. Adam. <laughs> Adam. Don't. Absolutely. But, no, I guess... So my PMV, I know we, we were originally not going to talk about this, but the whole abortion thing, mm-hmm. I just want to say, like, um, you know, so <clears throat> people are like, oh, it's just white men that are doing the whole, like, talk to so, ba- so basically what happened in Alabama, um, there was a bill that was passed that criminalizes abortions if you have one past six weeks, which is if you're too late, if you're basically two weeks late on your period, Right. Um, and so people posted the picture of the men that voted on the bill, but a white woman vo- wrote the bill mm-hmm. and the person that signed off on it is also a white woman. She's the governor of Alabama. So my part of my bullshit is like, don't try, don't leave out white women, mm. right? So white women voted 64% in favor of Donald Trump. They placed white supremacy higher than they do um you know, being a woman. Mm. So, and these are women that are amongst you. It's the majority of white women. So you, these are white women we see every day. And they will use their tears to, <laughs> you know, weaponize the things that we call out. And they will march beside you at the women's march, but then go when it's time to vote. And they will rather be closer to uh, whiteness than mm. they are their being an actual woman. Mm. Um, not leaving out men, though. So the men mm. that are voting on this bill is none of their damn business. What women do with their bodies. Like, right now, I know this is a TMI, like, you know, adding on to what Brio said. Let it we out. Let it out. talking about boobs, but like, yo, you know, I'm going through my womanly time, and my boobs are swollen as fuck, and yeah. they hurt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, men don't have to go through this. Facts. 
So how the fuck dare you try and tell women what to do with their body when you don't have to go through anything that a woman have to go through? I thought it was dope as fuck where there was a black woman that went and asked for an amendment to the bill in Alabama where if men tried to get a vasectomy, it would be a crime. I know that it didn't pass because those white men are cowards. Um, but I thought that was dope as shit. And I agree. If women are criminalized for abortions, then I think that any men that get a vasectomy should also be criminalized. So that's same my thing, right? It's absolutely the same thing. That's what I It's out. so weird to me why this abortion thing is such a thing. You know what I mean? Like, fuck you, mind your business. Like, I, expect so my thing is like think, what blows so, me the most is that these niggas act like they're so uh, they're, they're so I mean, super Christian they're so pr- and they're you protected. care about Man, this unborn life or whatever but here, my thing is like if you take away the aspect of the fact that you're forming another body another person right it's all just surgery it's all just surgery to stop or whatever and so like what if I decided to like cut off my titties and be a man so is that another law now too? It's coming. Or what if mm-hmm. I decided that, you know what? Everybody seems like, you know, life is just so lit to have two legs and two arms, but I'd like to just have one leg. So now that I want to cut off one of my fucking legs, like if women I, are doing they're gonna like, find a way what to what I'm doing crime. with my body is none of your goddamn is business. It's none of your motherfucking business. Yeah. Tiny and her daughter got eyes. eye surgery to change their eye color. From brown to like gray and whatever, to me, I mean, I get that changing your eyes is not terminating a a pregnancy, but like you're not gonna if, tell me that's, that's, in a any situation, more, that's any less dangerous. It's not, and in a in a situation where like rape is involved, bro. There's yeah, a, I mean, wow. there's, there's, there's right not. Now, there's like eleven year eleven old year old, eleven year old yeah. girl in Ohio. She got raped, and they're arguing like it's an argument that she should have to carry the baby to term. That's sick, after and my raped. thing is like, okay, That's sick. so you want me to have this baby? I'm poor. I was raped. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna give me. You're not gonna give me Medicare, Medicaid. You're not going to provide me. You're not gonna give this child a better life. Now, that, now that I had this baby, I have to, and I don't want this baby because I'm not a connected. I'm not connected to this baby because I was raped. Right. Now I put this baby in the system. Now this is another baby out in society that could go left, who is raised in foster care, who doesn't know how to love, who doesn't know what love feels like, who is another person that is. Out, and I'm not saying like, damn, I could, I should have just killed them when I had a chance. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you forced me. To put put my baby in this situation because I was not at a means well, to take care it, of them well, or big, like also well, the babies picture. don't have brain functioning. Sorry, I don't mean to no, cut no, you yeah, off. Yeah, no, but no. there's not brain function until six months anyway. Right. So right. So people will have the argument of like, okay, if someone is a vegetable, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And they're hooked up to a machine. Is it? Um, moral to remove the right. machine if they have no brain function, and a lot more people will say yes, yes. it's okay right. to remove the the machine if there's no brain mm-hmm. function. There is no brain function until six months. So why are you telling me at six weeks right. that is not acceptable for someone to have an abortion? It's not your know. business. A it's a bunch of cells. Know. You know what I mean? At the end, big picture, I'm about to put, yo no conspiracy, but big picture, we we know what it is, right? That same exact situation you're talking about. Unfortunately, we know that people that are that are raised, you know, in 
let's keep it real. You know what I'm saying? We we see the statistics when people are raised in single parent um, homes, brought up in like poverty, in in, in poverty situations. We know their success rate is extremely low. Right. Mm -hmm. And we know that the rate of them going to jails is extremely high. We live in a country where bodies in jail or make money. Mm -hmm. So why would I reduce the number of bodies that are going into the jails that are lining my pockets when I could just ban abortions? And unfortunately women that are in impoverished situations, make it a felony. Now, you're in jail. Yeah. Now, in, in don't worry. In in 16 years, and 17 years, that little nigga that you're delivering, he's he's. I'm gonna own him now, and I'm gonna make money off of him. That's big picture. We we know that, but it's just unfortunate, especially in situations where you hit the 11 year girl. Situations like that that makes my plus. It's hurt. like you know a nigga like me. I'm always gonna find a finesse. Oh, I can't have an abortion in Alabama. Cool. I'm about to go to Mississippi. Well, we know or do it in the back alley. Right. Or find ways online to, to create do, your to own content. So it's not and now yeah. I'm about to throw myself down the steps and shit. Because people do it. Like, we, we know Every that. single day. You know but let's pay attention to what happens next. Because we talked about it before the podcast. We know what's going to happen. The governors for certain states, like, uh, I think they're trying to do some shit in Virginia. I don't know if y'all saw um, um, Ralph Northam. Northam, he, he tweeted. He was like, well, my pen is full of ink. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he plans wow. on vetoing, vetoing whatever bullshit they put in front of him. Oh, okay. But we know what's going to happen. These things are going to end up in front of the Supreme Court. Which is majority Republican Which is majority now. Republican now. They're going to say it's unconstitutional. They're going to say it's not it's, uh, it's unconstitutional or whatever the fuck is going to say. They're going to repeal Roe ver- was it? Roe Roe Ro- 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 versus Wade. Yeah. And then across the United States, they're going to get exactly It's so funny to me how like white American, white people uphold the constitution to their own benefit Bruh, but when that shit don't benefit them they be like fuck the motherfucking constitution yeah and try and change it and the thing is i will it, i will re i will be more than happy to revisit the conversation of abortion when we do not have any children that are up for adoption Boom. Simple as that. And I just feel like we shouldn't simple have a that. conversation about abortion because simple, simple mind your motherfucking that. business. Simple as that. And this is coming from somebody who actually had to have one. And I'm not ashamed to say, say that. Yeah. In 2008, I was not fucking ready to be a parent. And I was not um, fucking irresponsible. Like, we used the condom and everything. But I just so happened to be pregnant. And it mm. just was not my time. I could not be a mom... I knew I had way too much shit to do. Like, and I am a sophomore, junior in college. Right, right, I can't right. be a parent. And I knew what, and I was depressed and didn't realize that I was depressed because I was pregnant. So, like, I, like, in 2008, nigga, no I was not mentally, physically, emotionally capable to, capable to be anybody's mom. It's a question for you. So, are they, are they blocking, like, plan B's and all that, too? No, they have tried in the past to make it difficult in order for you to get it as a. So right now it's available as over, over the, the counter. counter. Yeah, yeah. Before it wasn't though. Right. No, right. it wasn't. Yeah. Right. And you had to be over 18. Right. Ah. And so they're trying to reverse that. Mm-hmm. So far, right now, it looks like they're for, they're focusing on abortion. The actual yeah, abortion. like the actual thing. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. We live in Yo, did they? Talk to me, baby. Yeah. I mean, I. I Let's take a charged up. The thing, it, yeah, because I'm just not surprised, and that's that's kind of how I feel. Like all this is happening, and it sucks that it's happening. It's it's the worst, but I'm not surprised. You know, I'm I'm not surprised by what you just explained. Like this is going to go all the way to the Supreme Court, and they're going to be trying to be on some bullshit. Donald Trump is president. Yeah, so I'm not surprised. Like 
white women or white woman wrote the bill. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't even be surprised if it was a majority of black men who voted yes for an abortion bill. I mean, I'm, like, like I'm not. I'm, bro, I said on Twitter, man, Southern black Christian folk are just as dangerous it's, it's, as it's, it's, as white Southern it's, it's not Christian even, folk. I wouldn't even. I, I'm not even going to put a label. Up I would. On it. It's it's. I look at it like from an individual standpoint because that's that's how I just look at people because I know like. When people look at me as like a black man, I'm so proud of you for turning your mic off. <laughs> when when people look at me as like a black man, like I hate the fact that I am prejudged because of how I look or how I dress Thanks. or where I come from and this that. So I make it a point to not put labels on people. And, I mean, I know not, it don't compare, but that's why I don't walk around with nail your on. Yeah, like, because like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not an AKA. Not I yeah. just, like, I just so happen to be a part of the organization. Yeah, and, yeah. and like that's what blows me when like people automatically put me in a box and I'm like, hold on. Like, you don't even know, you don't know how I think. Mm-hmm. You don't know me. You, you don't know me. So when it comes to all these situations that I always challenge the individual, no matter who you are, what you look like, like think that literally, literally think like, would you want somebody to tell you, you can't do something like, Oh, are we uh, males? Can't have a, a get a vasectomy. What? How many niggas would you walk to be like, yo, all right, now you can't. You must you, relax your hair. Yeah, like what? the fuck? Like, come on now. Like, people don't think. And and that's that's that leads into my PNB. Are, are, were you were you finished? Because I'm a little charged up. Take it away. <laughs> because only because like I like like you, like it, it hits home. It, it hits too close. To, I I'm not even gonna talk about it, but it hits too close to home. So then, you know, getting into my PNB, there's several things, you know, I I I consistently deal with. And I've gotten to a point now where I'm good. Like I, I was shit. I was at therapy yesterday, mental health awareness month. Shout out to everybody doing work. Continue to do it. Continue to build yourself. But I always tell people, mental health deals with emotions and your your uh, psychology, right? So basically, how you feel and how you think, and understanding how those two things intertwine. So you really have to understand how you as a person respond to things. And then on top of that, you really have to understand how you as a person choose to react to things. And for me, like there's an issue in this society, in this world with projection. And there's an issue with people not actually being willing to experience shit. So when we have all these laws, when we have all these rules, when you see people in Aisha Carey's comments, when you see people online making ignorant comments, when you see people being passive aggressive, or when you see people just making dumb decisions, it's because of their own ignorance. It's because of their they, them being scared of something. It, it was a, I had an interesting conversation recently where I actually was sitting out, and if you think about it, this could be true, but you ever think about like the fact that when someone is being mean to you or or trying to keep you from doing something, right? Or they're they're talking down to you saying you can't do something, right? You ever get the sense that they're trying to protect you because they look at that and they're like, "All right, Geechee, like, man, I don't think you'll be able to, you know, be a DJ." And he's going to take that like all right well clearly you're being disrespectful like you don't know what i can do in this that and the third but because of that person's fear because they can't see it happening they're inadvertently 
trying to protect you because they aren't willing to go into the unknown. So the 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 point is is to challenge people to go into the unknown. Like you have to experience shit. There's no book for how to break up with people, but there's a way to do it that works for you. You know, I'm I was sitting there listening to Brie on her rules. Look, for some people, when I broke up with them and I cared for them, I did it a certain way. For other people, if I don't give a fuck about you, bro, I mean, I might stop responding. I may say fuck you. I may, I, I, I may just treat it differently. But it's on an individual to individual basis, uh, individual by individual basis. And then the, the the well, the last thing I was hitting on was the projection piece. Like, it's very hard to voice your opinion and not project. Right? It, it's it's something that I've personally been working on for so long. Like, you really have to understand really how to deliver your message in a proper way so like even when you're giving your opinion you i always try to remind people like look disclaimer this is me this is how i would do it not trying to be facetious or or egotistical or whatever like yo like this is me talking because i don't want you to think that i'm forcing you to think a certain way this is how i would move in this situation now you make your move right People need to stop waiting for like just general. I, it, the projection thing is just too much, man, for, for me. And it's it's causing a lot of quote unquote issues. It's causing a lot of insecurities because to be honest, we don't take the time to actually experience stuff. We mm-hmm. just see that our world and our reality is just posting on Instagram and the highlight reel and and what we try to make it where it's like well what have you done you know what i mean it, it, i was watching little lux earlier is it is it is this metaphors is it really rap you know what i mean so like pay attention to how you project no people so with that i was talking to geechee the other day i was like yo i gotta apologize to jeremy you know the dude who used to be on the podcast when we first started because i was like yo because of my growth because i am where i am right now i'm like damn because of what my idea of where this podcast should be and and what I was willing to do, I projected a lot of negativity onto that nigga straight up to the point where I haven't heard from that nigga. Like, like for real though. Like, and and for me, like it's important to identify with that and to understand that. Just the other day, I was trying to project on Brio. I was like, yo, like, uh, can y'all post this on your stories? Like, I need y'all to do this, this, that, and the third. Because I'm thinking, like, both of y'all niggas got hella followers. So, like, y'all posting your stories and disperse. Something harmless like that is still projection, right? Good, good enough was that, you know, she's still her own person. She's going to make her own moves regardless. But what if she wasn't? You know what I mean? Now I'm affecting her in a way. And I feel that, all this pressure. Like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Do that, that doesn't allow her to feel, to be comfortable. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn, like, that's, that's the point with me. Like, I'm, me personally, I'm working hard at not projecting on people because at the end of the day, I, I, I want people to be themselves. Everybody should be allowed to be there to, to make their decisions. Now, granted, I may not agree with every decision. I don't agree with. You know, them 25 motherfuckers who voted for that fucking bill, abortion bill, I don't agree with any of that shit. But you know what? I'm glad that they expose themselves as the idiots that they are, right? Because now there's a face to it. The The worst thing you can have is your enemy stand right next to you and you not know it. Because most oftentimes you aren't hurt by your quote unquote identified enemy. You're hurt by the enemy that's standing right, right next to you 
who you may call a friend straight up <laughs> like straight up so you have to understand those two things and you have to take care of your people man like straight up like like i i make sure a point i ask gichio have you gone to the gym straight up because i would ask myself like i asked myself that not because i think he's out of shape or anything because the nigga told me yo i'm gonna get in the gym more <laughs> this year so I'm, right. I'm just making sure like yo like like how you doing it you have to you got to take care of the people you care about because at to jasmine's point when I die, yo, y'all, y'all better not let nobody fake come out and be like, yo, Dathan, that was my nigga. Yeah. Cause like, yes. like, son, that that shit bugs me. You know, you know, one of my best friends is going through a situation right now, and I'm like, damn, it hit me heavy before the podcast, and I'm just like, damn, like you lose somebody that important to you. Like, how would I feel in that situation? So then it's like, yo, my energy is just so. We we here and we have to take care of each other. So when people show themselves like that, man, it's it's sad. But at the same time, I'm not surprised. And then it's like, well, I at least I know who to not align with. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? That's about it. For real. Yeah, for sure. Can I? I I don't know, like if this is okay, but I want to give some actions for people. Let's do it. Okay, some actions I want to give based on kind of like my PMB. Uh, was are you giving actions to us? To anyone? Like oh, oh right. I mean, if you want to take them, please do. But it's like if you can donate to ACLU, mm-hmm. if you care about like women's right, Planned Parenthood, you could donate to. Um, Care FM is one. If you're in the DMV area, you can donate to. Or if you don't want to donate to any of those, if you're a man and uh, you know, maybe this is not a problem in your area, and you just want to help out women because you know there's a pay gap. Why don't you for, you know, a month or maybe a week or whatever, if you know a woman, buy her feminine care products. Mm. Because that's something, that's an expense that we have that men don't have. Facts. Yo. That's real. It's so funny because um, this, the, like, the perception behind, like, men buying women. I, like love, I love that shit. That shit fun. Yo, it's so funny to me, right? Especially because how we just talked about, like, how we look at our individual relationships or whatever. Um. I hit, I hit my boyfriend. But mind you, I've been, you know, under the weather with my sinuses or whatever in the house. And the day that my sinuses hit mad heavy, like sinus pressure, sinus headache or whatever, is the day that I also came on my menstrual. And so my boyfriend hit me and was like, because he knew I was home or whatever. And he was like, um, you okay? You need anything? And I was like, well, it's not really in, like, I don't need you to, to get it, but I would absolutely love if you could stop and cause he was like, I'm about to go for a run. Do you need anything? And I was like, can you give me some organic tampons? And I was like, I need them in the super. Right now I have regular and I have light. And that just means that I have to change my regular mad times. times a day. Yeah. So I was like, I mean, it would be a little bit more convenient if you could get me, you know, some super organic tampons or whatever. So he was like, oh, yeah, like um, what? brand or whatever and i was like oh no i don't really care about the brand i just as long as they're non-toxic no no fragrance i was like whatever organic super tampons that they have in there and i and i was like watching mean girls like they they like made fun of the girl that needed a super because you got a wide set vagina (laughs) (laughs) and i was like (laughs) and i was just like mad regular like and he was like all right organic super tampons and i was like yep and he was like you want me to call you when i get out i was like no you really don't have to call me i was like whatever organic super tampon is in there 
That's just what I... And he came back and I was like, yo. And it was a box that I had never seen before and it was so small and it's because they're like sustainable. Like they don't have the plastic application oh, okay. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I was like... And so I was about to come at his neck but then I was like, yo, these are actually better for the for the environment. <laughs> love, so shout you out better to come you. through with the environment. Right. And I was like, yo, I was hey. like, and I was like, how much you pay for these? And shout out to my man. <laughs> yeah. He was like, they're going to have a shout out. Love. He's like, oh no, they was only like five something. I was like, oh no, you should have got another and Shout out to my man, Joe. <laughs> I've been at Joe's show, man. Which, which one of you Joe's got a coupon, dog? Right. No, for <laughs> real. Listen, this is a beautiful episode. I had a great time with y'all. Um, I'm we need a vibe of the day. Y'all got anything? <laughs> Do anything for clout. Are we really gonna play that? Well, might as well. Might as well. Do anything for clout. It's who, who Cardi B? Cardi B and, and is, it, is it Offset? It's Offset. I think it's, it's offset. offset. Cardi, Cardi B, B and Offset. And what album this is? Good. I think it's a single. It's a single. Oh, it's just a Lucy. They just threw it out. It's <laughs> a little Lucy. A little 25 cent. Uh, no, Lucy's expensive now. Probably like a little 75 cent. For a little roll up, Lucy? Yeah, oh, okay. little Lucy. You got a light? Somewhere around. No. Hey, y'all know I'm hungry, man. I'm hungry. I gotta go eat. I'll see y'all later. Bye. It's a new weirdo every week. Get the work, put it up for my seeds. No care for the IG disease. Do anything for club. They do anything for club. Do anything for club. They do anything for club. Do anything for club. They do anything for club. Do anything for club. Bitch, watch your mouth. Watch. Bitch, stay in your place. Get out the way, Move. my bitch on your ass, Kim K. Yeah, no disrespect, the nah. nigga be trippin', but we love yeah. Swappin' that cars with my bitch, I bought her the limo, she bought me the race. Swappin', practice, 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 make perfect, nigga. It's never too late. Never, never, never. I sit the out of the snake. I sit the soul out the snake. Then I sit the bills up out of the bank. Rats, the blog and the media fake. Shout it, DM me, I'm straight. I'm not gonna bite on the bait. Nah. Sipping no toxic waste. Mm. On the low with your bitch in this great. Mask on the face. Jason. Front of that we in shape. If I go bro, she gon' leave, escape. She gone. I put two mil in the safe. Just in case. Don't go my way. No cap. My kids gotta have money. Not just me. Facts. It's selfish. It's selfish. Oh, I take the crown off the king like Mike did Elvis. Oh, I took it. Ooh, the world is why he dying. No lie, that don't help him. World is wild. Ooh, your bitch wanna eat up the drip and you cannot help it. Scrap, scrape to a penthouse, Miami Beach. Yeah, yo. Niggas talk crazy on tweets. Who? They don't want it cause I come to defeat. They don't want it. I peep, these niggas all sweet. Weak bamboo sticks all in the Jeep. <laughs> it's a new weirdo every week. Weirdo. Get the work, put it up for my seeds. Put it up. No cure for the IG disease. No cure. Do anything for club. They do anything for club. Do anything for club. They do anything for club. Do anything for club. They do anything for cloud. Do anything Look. for cloud. Whole lot of people need to hear this. It's a lot of names on my hit list. Moms still say what he wants to. Put still wet like a big bitch. I should run a whole blog at this rate. They using my name for clickbait. Bitches even wanna start fake beefs. To sell a little weave in the mixtape. They know I'm the bomb, they ticking me off. Say anything to get a response. I know that mean they traffic is slow. Somebody just gotta purchase the loss. So for being tamed, I'd rather be well. Bitches is brandy, they wanna be down. Soon as these bitches got something to sell, they send my name, send my name, destiny, child. Everybody wanna be lit. Everybody wanna be rich. Everybody wanna be this. If fuss you, I'll hate me, bitch. Bring my problems and suck my dick. that talking, I'm Calling it out, public opinions from private accounts. You're not a check, then you gotta bounce. I got the drip, come get it now. They do anything for clout, do anything for clout. Bitches is mad, bitches is trash. I scared the grouch. See me win, they gotta hurt. Ouch. Say when they see me, what they gonna do? Bitch, not from the couch. Back. Do anything for clout. They do anything for clout. Do anything for clout.
They do anything for club. Do anything for club. They do anything for club.